obsessed. There has to be an honest discussion on that. And that won't happen unless there's uprising. <laughs> you know, that's just a fact. That's a fact, Jack. There's no, I mean, everything we were experiencing, a lot of what we're experiencing too, I go back to again, the big of Reagan's presidency, one of the lasting legacies was crushing the working class. It was crushing unions. And the fact that there is not a union voice or some voice of labor, or maybe there is out there, but it's not in the same way. You know, it's, it's, it just seems like the, the economic pie has been so distorted in their favor that there has to be some sort of a rebalancing of this. I mean, come on. You can bitch about the government all you want being inefficient. You got to cough some fucking money up. Look at you. So you are starting out. You were thinking of this the whole fucking drive. No, man. No, you want know what's good about this? I'm on the fly. When I think about it too much, when I think about it too much, that's when I get into problems. I'm Keith. on the fly. You know, when, when I, you ever had that with, with the set where you should, oh, I have these four jokes I'm going to tell over and I know it's going to work this way and your expectations don't get met and it throws you off sometimes. The best sets are half scripted, half off the cuff. Which is what we have on the show. So let's kick it in. All right. We're going to start quicker. We got 10 seconds then. Well, yeah, there's that. There's that. I mean, that, that's a big thing. It's the nature of the market change. I mean, it's a global market that this country didn't compete anymore. You know, other countries took it. The narrative when I was growing up was the Japanese. Oh, my God, the Japanese. There's always this need to have some fucking enemy. And I hate that. I hate that being part of it. Starting in two minutes, everybody.
Crocious and Larry are having a debate. We'll start after that. December 7th, 9th. And a question of psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. Tell you what, we're starting out strong. Yeah. This was actually an epic clash. These teams. Well, that's why it's on television. They were both undefeated. There was one and two. It was Earl and and Ohio State went undefeated. And there's a controversial play. There's a controversial play in this. That's the big. uh, The big that's the big spoiler you're spoiling it for us well i, I don't want to but it's a controversial play but it, it uh is this when the guy tackles the other fucking player charles white won the heisman trophy this year he was a running back for usc and by the way Mark didn't, had, didn't ohio state coach do that tackle the other player no what happened was it was during the gator bowl it was woody hayes it was woody hayes last year this is earl bruce's first year so this is on the heels of their gator bowl embarrassment when they lost to clemson this guy charlie bauman intercepted a pass from arch leister <laughs> who's quarterback in this game for ohio state intercepted a pass and then ran out of bounds onto the ohio state and i was nine years old watching this he ran out of bounds onto the ohio state sideline a clemson player and Woody Hayes started blasting him in the neck. Hit him three solid times. Right in the to neck. the helmet? Yo, no, in the neck. Ooh, there he was you going go. after the neck. Well, you got to go for skin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's going to crush he his legs. He read the Hobbit. He, he got him between the dragon's <laughs> fucking armor. So he, and you see Charlie Bauman, literally, he drops the ball. He's like, 
what is happening? Like it was, he was like, sh- you could tell by his body language, it, it did not make sense what was happening. It was Woody Hayes, and then he did it again <clears throat> later in the game, and he had done it the early, the previous season against Michigan. They lost to Michigan in Michigan, fourteen. That's when you know it wasn't current times because he wasn't in jail. They let him coach. Oh, I know exactly, that. exactly. It's like he should have been arrested for crying out loud. Welcome in. Uh, let me do the intro yeah. real quick. Welcome yeah. in everybody. I am Keith Pazel. This is my podcast. Uh, I got. I'm Adam Crocious. You are Adam Crocious. You fucking came in extra fucking edibled <laughs> up and hot today. It's going to be a good show. I am. I'm feeling good. So if we, what we do is we watch television and we talk about the world yeah. and all that through what is on television. We're going to talk about TV history. We're going to do a lot of fun stuff. A pop in a Hallmark movie in there, maybe? I got. You know? I think that's the, the, that's yep, the, that's that's the, the back <laughs> through channel right here. <laughs> So, but I'm watching. Life is good. I, I'm watching that 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 game, Clemson and Ohio State, and Woody Hayes. Well, the previous year when they played Michigan, they lost 14 to six in Michigan, and there was a cameraman on the Ohio State sideline, and Woody Hayes was like, I mean, like taking his hat off and throwing it on the ground. It was apoplectic. I mean, just like clenching fists, like literally throwing a temper tantrum. This is why they shouldn't have let colors. In I mean, the game. I, I, no, no, he, no. He actually he, he said all the black players said they liked playing for him because he treated everyone the same. I always like tried to dirt. get that. I always, like dirt. Oh, that's great. Because he treated everyone well, that's, shitty. It's not great, but I, I like <laughs> exactly, that. Yeah. I like that. I like anecdotes about shitty people. <laughs> but but he said, but he said, uh, with Woody Hayes, with the uh, with Charlie Bell, he did, in Michigan. Here's what it is: the the cameraman was was showing his meltdown on the sideline, and Woody Hayes notices the cameraman. He just marches over to the cameraman. The liberal media with their and, and you see Woody Hayes cock his fist back, and it goes above the frame of the picture, and then the camera goes oh, and just goes up to the sky. He knocked out the cameraman, Let's and they that. caught it. Let's get that. They caught. It. I mean, and he's literally apoplectic. It, it, it's amazing. So this was Earl Bruce's first year. Earl Bruce, they were undefeated. Ohio State was good. Schleister was a sophomore. Ohio State always has been a good program. They were kind of shitty in the '80s, and with Cooper, they didn't they didn't beat Michigan, so they were not kind of down. But it's them, Clemson, and and uh, Alabama now that are the programs okay. of college football. But yeah, the, uh, so this game meant something to me. Arch Schleister. He had a good touchdown pass there. That's the reason why he was a first-round pick. Was, that, a, was he an Ohio State quarterback? Oh, yeah, he was a starting quarterback <clears throat> for Ohio State. He was a first-round pick of the 82 Colts. Speaking of sports, do you know what I found out today watching classic TV? Is Oh, yeah. we got it, baby. Yeah. It's good. What would you find out, though? I want to hear your Is that first. Vince Evans played football until 1990. Oh, he played until 95. He played until 1995. He was a third stringer for the, for the Raiders. He was a good athlete, man. He played for the 95 Raiders. That's, that's a can on the Bible truth. So here again is a some clip of w- former Ohio State legendary coach. Yeah. <laughs> so this is taken. F- I think this is a, a picture of someone's television. I'll try and get as much, but th- I guess this is Woody Hayes punching a cameraman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is because Ohio State was a good team. Ohio State was a very good team, but Michigan was. This was like a total clash. I don't of like think we're gonna get sound, teams. but do you really need sound? No, you don't need sound. You, need, you don't need sound on this. In fact, it'll be better without sound. It won't distract us. We'll be able to focus in on the craziness in his eyes. Okay, so there he is. What an old man. Oh, oh, he was. See, oh, yeah. he's got the spike of the board. Yeah, he's he's. Oh, that's great! Oh, come on, go back, fall back. <laughs> it, 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 he fell down. The cameraman fell down. He went and punched him. Well, he sold. So let me see if I can find another angle. <laughs> you think there's another angle? I don't know if there is. Maybe I romanticize it. Maybe it was the THC. But still. Uh, it, it is. Uh, he had done this the year earlier, and then in '78. Let's watch the '78 highlights too of him and Clemson because it's pretty amazing. <laughs> well, we could watch the game. 
it's it's the Gator Bowl, and uh, yeah, this is see they fumble. Oh, you fucked it up again, damn it! What's your problem? Are you a patsy? Yeah, here's the spike. Son of a bitch! God damn! <laughs> he also big Republican in Ohio. Here he goes. I, I thought I thought he point. He kicks him actually. I think he kicks the guy. <laughs> just, just, see, that's that's the good old days. That's why, that's why old Coach K's leaving, because he can't do that to his boys yeah, anymore. Yeah, well, I don't think he probably ever did that to begin with. I, no, I think he he's leaving was, because he, I he's think... He's 74. He, I, well, and I don't think, I think he's having a hard time managing the one and dones. Like he, uh, someone was suggesting that a lot of these old coaches are not ready for the players to have as much agency as they're about to have, like they're about to get paid. So yeah. there's not going to be as much power up top. The college head coach it's used to be this big, stern figure. But yeah. like when you were younger... Oh yeah, that was the truth. That was Young Bayheim and fucking you have Bobby Knight throwing chairs across the fucking thing. You were, I think it was encouraging. You, you had fire. People kind of liked it a little bit. They liked it, but let, let, let's see the Ohio State. He wants my money. That's all. He doesn't want me. <laughs> I'm testing the fucking. How do we get Ohio State Clemson 1978 Charlie Bauman? If we Google that, why are you whispering? Because because it's going to build the tension. See, this is good. We're going to watch this too. This is they're they're showing this on network TV. This is great. This, this is, is the, This is the Pac-12 network. Wow, this is a totally good game. We live in California. Then this, I tell you what, I like this. I like this. Oh, you know me. Game. Now some of those running holes are opening up. Is that Vinny, Vin Scully? Yeah, Vin but, Scully? yeah. I don't. Yeah, I've yeah. also learned that we can only have a couple seconds of audio yeah. every at the, at the time. But that's that, that's better for the show. Yeah, this is Ohio. What dictates what how many Buckeyes they get on the helmet? You know, I never knew. Is I think it like it was personal like, team rewards and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, there's a whole grading system of how like, many people's knees you break, you know, like, like tackles, how many touchdowns you New score. New Orleans Saints style bounties. Yeah. <laughs> Arch Leister, notorious. Now in the clink, in the clink in Las Vegas. More like Arch Shyster, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, he was a severe gambler. You addict. don't like gambling or embezzling. No, 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 no. I think there's something to gambling that's kind of funny. But but to me, he also how he dealt with it. Like he ratted some guys out. Like he was deep. He was in deep. You know what I mean? Like he, he was he's in too <laughs> deep. Man. That's a song for my generation, right there. I love receivers being in the three point stance. <laughs> That's your favorite because it's just like, come on, just stand upright and just run a pattern. These these patterns are. I mean, in these these routes, it's just so basic. It's great. Oh yeah, just running the eye. Yeah, you know, and occasionally I was watching Joe Montana. They showed like a video of him with the Chiefs in 93. And did he only play for one year with the Chiefs? Two, yeah, 93, 93 and 94. 94. Yeah. But the 93 the year, they were going game by game, and they were like, he dominated going 12 of 17 for 270 yards with yeah. two touchdowns and an interception. But he, uh, he, again, you, you you fall prey to stats. The comeback kid. You no, fall prey I, to It's numbers. not that I fall, it's not falling prey to it anymore, Crow. The game is about numbers. Wait, no, 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 no. It, it, well, because the rules have changed. That's what I'm saying. Because the rules have changed, exactly. So the rules were different then, so therefore the numbers made sense yeah. for then. The rules oh, have changed I know they do. to make it because they want to. I'm more have scoring crow. all the time. I'm it's more going to be interesting. Crow. What? I'm more saying it's weird that that was good back then. I'm not saying that that was low. That, I'm saying I'm saying that it's strange that back then they were like that's mind blowing. Hit 270 yards passing. 
That's a pretty good day to 12 or 17. Then Mitch Trubisky's a good quarterback. Because the numbers don't tell the whole story. You see, numbers don't make you a good quarterback or not a good quarterback. That's my point. There are well, other things that, that go into it. Crow, I'm just trying to have a funny conversation. I no, feel like no, edibles no. take away you being funny. No, 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 no. I you disagree. get very serious I, <laughs> and you're having these intense fucking... Listen, I bring an energy, man. I bring an energy. The most intense fucking energy of all time. Oh. Oh, oh, hey, <laughs> no, but I'm just trying to make jokes. And you're like, no, <laughs> no, it is. You need to relax, it's, bud. It's part of the gag, man. I'm, I'm injecting some Are life. Are you doing one it. of your characters, no, man, who tells character. no jokes? No, I'm doing, I am on. Who's our kicker? God, this is a set. Yeah, look, look at this rotten. That's, that's Ronnie Lott. 42. That's Ronnie Lott. Low number. Then See, my, I love when they have like 87 or 89. Well, he was a defensive back. a good back. high number kicker. He, he was, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Look, they don't go both ways anymore. Charles Woodson's the last both way player I remember. Oh, oh, man. The, or Erlacher, I think, went both ways a couple times. I think he played wide receiver and shit. I tell you what, when that happened, uh, Julius Peppers does, did that with, with the goal line, uh, the goal line d- offense. They'd throw jump balls to him. When you're that good in the modern NFL, you were a sick athlete. back in the day, guys played uh, both sides all the time. Chuck what year McNair, was this? This is post-OJ, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is 79. I've been saying that. This is 80. Yeah, this what, is January 1st, 80, the it's Rose It's 79 Bowl, yeah. season, but yeah, January 1st. This is, I remember watching parts of this game. USC wins this game. I always get into, obviously. I always confuse people because the Super Bowl's like that. Like, I say the 07 Bears. Yeah. But it's actually the 06. It's the 06, 07 season. Yeah. And they're like, they did, the Bears didn't go to the Super Bowl in 2007. I'm like, yeah, they did. It was, it that was year. the calendar year 2007 yes. when they were in the Super Bowl. But it was for the season that was. Yeah. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Charles White was. That's Charles why White. they should give the season a name, like Season Blood. <laughs> he was. Uh, he won the Heisman this year. Marcus Allen blocked for him. <laughs> Marcus Allen. Oh, oh, look at the little college pump, dude. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that was Paul McDonald. No, who was their quarterback? Was it Paul McDonald? I think that was his name. Oh, oh here he goes. He's going down deep. Oh, he caught him. He, he got it. This was back when you had to get both feet in. No, like no, no, pros. no, 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 no. Was that Kyle, always? Was the one foot always a rule? It was always a college thing. I, it should be that way in the pros too. I believe. I think that's one thing. College yeah, one gets foot right. in the pros needs to. Yeah, if that happened, it's it, a catch. It would open it up, and it's a catch. You made. You've done something. You've made an athletic play. You know. Yeah, but fucking the, yeah. Neil O'Donnell. <laughs> He's hawking it up machine. there, man. Oh, I got that one in. That's a good pass. Oh, oh he got that. He got shit. both. He got both feet. <clears throat> he, he was knowing the NFL scouts were looking. He knew. He knew they were looking. So yeah, let, let's. Yeah, this. Oh, it's so good. Got to cleanse our palate. Okay, I know. Can't I know. get too. We're getting too hyped up over football. <laughs> but, but, but I, I want to out of the so gate. <laughs> so here we go. So Hallmark. it's available. So to cover the the people on what's going on, we got a Hallmark movie where she is trying to get her her old high school crush attention, and that guy right there, that fake Keanu Reeves, is like helping her out with advice but 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 th- but then they're gonna actually fall in love, oh yeah. Right? yeah you know absolutely yeah, exactly. discussing. it was a long time ago that's always when you know it's romantic when they're walking with the exposed bread out of the bag <laughs> and, and the flowers lining lining their way lining their path towards happiness that's like how catalina island is yes. set up <laughs> everything's so closed in and tiny and on me. Whoa, do you have kids? Romantic love is a new construct, my friend. No, no kids. It's been around no, for about 100 my years. My was in a very expensive retirement home. Oh, I know, but it's their job to manufacture it. This, like, this Absolutely. is... Absolutely. 
Absolutely. It's greeting cards. Absolutely. Is a lot. So oh, I just can't really if you stare at someone long enough, their eye will cross. <laughs> Everyone's a little cockeyed. <laughs> you know something, Shawn Michaels? <laughs> I think he was dropping his head so many times, but this is, oh my God, this is just. Be dead honest. Be dead honest. Okay. Dead, dead ass. We watch Hell as the Hallmark. New York people say. There's a little. There's a little bit of you know something. It kind of does make you feel good. <laughs> like one two percent of this still makes you feel kind of good watching a Hallmark movie. Really? I think. I think. <laughs> That's part of the reason why I'm so vitriolic in my resentment towards it. It's actually ridiculous. It is amazing. An amazing art form. But these. Oh God. It's just like. Oh yeah, it's totally ridiculous. But that's I think that's the appeal of it is a lot of people don't they like low stakes television. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't want to be wrong footed. They don't yeah. want yeah. they want something that they can put on and know what it's gonna be about yeah. so they could fold laundry. I get that. I mean, you know something? I would have looked down on that 20 years ago, 15 years ago. You know something? But now you're folding laundry a lot and you know you need shit to wash. I put my Pandora on. I put it on shuffle and listen to my music. You know? How did you talk Chef Edward into letting you do this? I did not. It's his night off tonight. Kitchen's all mine. Wow. Wow. We can have sex on a counter. A gourmet dinner for two is Matt Harper. Everything's always so fucking well lit in these movies. I know. It's like dentist office lit. Oh, totally. <laughs> like, I, I got my teeth cleaned this week, man. How'd that go? Thirty-nine buck Groupon. Uh, I was. I'm, I am a. Did you palm them fifty dollars and tell them to give you the nitrous anyway. No, no, <laughs> no, no I, I don't have any cavities, man. I, I, I have good oral health. I take care of my teeth. That sounds very yeah. sexual. You know, I have good oral health. Good oral health. I do. You, you take know. it to the knees. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it uh, it was good. I mean, they, they did the flossing pictures, got rid of plaque. You know, it was a good thing. I've, know, I've, I have a very small cavity. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I've I've reset, like I remixed all the fucking uh the drops yeah so the board scrambled so it's gonna be random so anytime i need to reset a drop it's random that's cool man. yeah it's all good it is cool and so, baby. Who, so, so who's this prince charles or uh, prince this uh, is the high school prince crush. william god god uh, we haven't met him yet uh, it's all been this fake keanu well, no, no 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 he's been he was in earlier he was in earlier okay when we were watching but yeah i think thank you Oh, God. Got Eric Foreman's mom fucking serving him. So it turns out you are one of those pictures of didn't happen people. You are one of those cunts with uh -oh, her phone uh -oh, on all the time. Uh oh, he had judgment in his voice. He's very judgmental. Don't about have that. judgment. Gee, hey, 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 Keith, what do you think is the big complaint about me with women? Do you think judgment? Have you ever, would you, you, you tell someone to put their phone away? I think judgmental has ever happened to me, Keith. You think it's ever? See, I'm being I think sarcastic there's a difference. Oh, I know is. that. Yeah. But to know. me, there's a. I would, I can see being visibly upset and kind of putting out the vibe that like, that's not cool. But yeah. would you actually be like, Hey, can you put your phone away? No. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Cause you're also an insecure comic. Yeah. So like <laughs> you don't, you don't have that much confidence, but you'd be thinking it. Absolutely. How like, it, it depends upon the Have situation. you ever had that moment where you're ripping someone apart in your head and then you have the moment to do it and you're like, uh, 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 and you just like forget. 
half of what you were going to no, say. No, because frankly, I just don't, I've established myself enough in the world that I don't have those fantasies anymore, really. I've had those fantasies in the past, you know? I'm going to right the wrongs by saying the right thing and catching in the right moment. It's impossible to predict that. That has to happen in a flash. It has to happen at that moment. You can't prepare for that. Sort of like a bad set of stand-up for me. When I'm too prepared and it's too structured, I'm robotic. I'm going to get a you water know? so the it's camera's good, on man. you, good, but man. I'm going to still talk. But Welcome again, to the show, everybody. We're, yeah, we're watching Hallmark, one of our staples. And again, she has to make a decision between high school crush that she wants to like. Oh, you see, you can tell. Yeah, I want to hear his bad conversation. Oh, we can't hear it, can we? I'll turn it up. Something just happened. So, yeah. Right before graduation, I, oh, oh. I dressed my cousin's bridal party and... That's when I realized I loved helping people find. That's when I realized so that's what I do now. I was queer. I, I gotta be honest with you. I don't remember high school anymore. It's so long ago. I remember high school, and it felt so. I don't real. remember individual days like I used to. Individual days are gone for me. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good thing. I, I used to. I used to remember. I would like I, to remember some like I have days that I used to dream. It. There were some like <laughs> shit that happened in, happened in high school that I used to like dream about. And you have like fantasies or, or like well, or sleep dream like or you no know, that like something good would happen at school and then I'd have a dream about it and like magnify it. Oh, it's good. That I think that's a positive thing. Honest to God. Well, yeah, I, dreams I, are very positive. No, no, I think that's a positive thing. You would actually have a positive. Because to me, I thought it was like, you know, your dream would be, and then you ruined it. <laughs> that's where my mind went. I didn't I, ruin much in high I school. It. I didn't ruin much in high school because I was a very inactive, <laughs> I was very inactive on my, on what I wanted. If I like wanted to talk to a girl, it just didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I Because why I, am I going to ruin, ruin it with reality? <laughs> yeah, I think that I was pretty tense. And I had some opportunities that I didn't take advantage of. I wasn't ruthless enough because I was actually a nice guy. A couple of women in high school definitely were into me. And I remember having a few makeout sessions where the vibe was in the air. And Did I, you have the type of dad to say you have to grab life by the horns or the balls? No, well, my dad wasn't part of my life because I was living in Wisconsin at the time. Oh, yeah. So he was actually. And there's no DC. cell phone, so you can't just like text no no it's just like you gotta you gotta just kind of on the fly figure it out when did you, know? you start texting regularly i started texting regularly in like oh eight maybe that's good that's that's sufficient but but it's still pretty late. on a it palm was, pilot <laughs> no no I, I had a i had a blackberry for a while though had that berry son Absolutely. Right, let's see what's going on. I had in to get a, a cell phone. Game. We can, we'll get you hyped up again. I, I had to get a cell phone because White of my stalking. Garcet number one all time and White number two in NCAA history running the football. Tony Dorsett, was he playing? Yeah, oh, no. Tony Dorsett was playing for the Cowboys at this time, but Charles White had won the Heisman. Charles White was a bust. He, he played for the Browns in the NFL. He played for the 80 Browns that were a very good football team that lost to the Raiders and the Raiders 80 won the Browns, Super Bowl. former cast member of Saturday Night Live. 80. <laughs> no, 80s Browns with like like Ozzie Newsome, Brian Sipe. Uh, Man, look at all Craig those Pruitt. people just super spreading germs. And, uh, <clears throat> that's Earl Bruce, the deceased Earl Bruce. It was his first year. They were 11. Love an Earl with the E on the end. Uh, early. You know, Cal <laughs> come on, Early. Get over here. Early. You didn't feed them pigs early. We got to watch Hee Haw. Come on, Early. 
There we go. Oh, left hand. Ooh, to the tight end. They felt like five-yard passes. Again, Miami of Florida, when they came in in 83 and beat Nebraska in the Orange Bowl, that was like, oh, my God, this is a team that passes the ball. I mean, college, and I love college football. I adore college football. I adore it. I adore college football. I I, I, I love it. I love college football. And the, the only conference that passed back then was like BYU in the whack. Like they had Man, like a, that is just not. These are not head coach looking people. And oh, that, John that, that's where I think coach. the era differences for you and me because to me, head coaches are like fucking nerds. Like even Andy Reid is like a fat dork. <laughs> Yeah, because they have this the weird kind of analytical mind. Who, like, cracks your door open. Doesn't come in mad, but, like, if you're having a sleepover, cracks the door open and sticks his, like, fortuned head in and goes, God. guys, I'm drawing up plays. Can you be quiet? But, like, your era of head coach is, like... Oh, he's a bitcher. He's drunk a- uncle. I mean, and legitimate like, oh, yeah. pedophile uncles. Well, not Like, pedophile. Joe Paterno was fucking fist-fucking <laughs> little boys. Joe Paterno wasn't. Jerry Sandusky was. Oh, yeah. To, Paterno to me, watched. Though, and I was in the era of, like, playing sports. I played there organized no sports. Passion. There is no vision. There is no aggression. There is no fucking mindset in this football club. <laughs> For me, I played organized sports from 79 to 84. So 10 to 15, I played organized sports. I went to Maryland basketball camp. I made an all-star team for basketball. A terrible baseball Did you have player. to pay to go to that, or did you get chosen no, for no, Maryland no, no. basketball I, I, camp? I had to pay. My father paid. But it was a good there experience. There you go. Hell you yeah, know? that's a good experience. I made the all-star team after that. You know, I remember I, I met like Buck Williams. Remember Buck Williams played for the- Sounds like a horse, but, but I'm going to fucking go no, for you it. Know, he played for the Trailblazers, uh, who played like the uh, the Bulls in 92. Uh, he was great. He was a third overall pick in the nineteen. That guy sounds draft. seven foot five. He was a very good player. Buck Williams is a good player. Fro? Played until ninety eight. Afro, uh, not really. It was kind of tight. It was kind of tight. In, did he play in a headband? No, no, he did not. He he was a workhorse like rebounder. He was That's a how rebounder. Deep my questions go. I know. Hey, listen. I'll, what I'll, era black did he look like? <laughs> but but my point in saying that is. That's what I think of when I think of a coach, a guy who just bitches at you. I, I didn't handle the yelling very well. I needed a little bit more of a kid glove approach. I a lot think of I leg pads on, in that day. Look, absolutely. They, they look, like pads. look like they're about to spar with John Jones. Absolutely. They got, <laughs> is that a wrestler? <laughs> no, that's an MMA fighter. Oh, yeah. because And also a lot of hip pads. Pound for pound. Yeah, this was, this was a good game. Look at that. 13 to 10. That, see, that even... Even and even that's where I'm inside of a little generational thing is when I was a kid, a 13 to 10 game in the third quarter, like in the 90s, wasn't that big of a deal. But now within the last 10 years, that's like a this is like a low scoring game. Well, like Steve a lot of people score. would call this a punch out. This is a low scoring affair. I personally find this type of game when, when it's a tight game to be very entertaining. Well, you've because gone on you record to, like, to say you don't like spread offenses. Well, it's, you know, it's just because the offensive line, why do you think offensive lines suck so bad? Because they don't go in the three-point stance. They go in the two-point stance because of the spreads. Yeah, so but that's only in college. college. But, but that's the reason why NFL offensive lines aren't that good, because they try to put them into a three-point stance because well, the current, here's the the current thing, you know, coaching is all about, oh, you know, we're going to be our We have to way. limit how often they're banging their heads against yeah. each other. <laughs> well, that yeah, that, 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 well, but the problem is the ca- the character of the game has changed. Yeah, but the character of the game is changing because people are dying. Well, exactly, of the old exactly. But but at the same time, Ow. at the same time, I, I don't know if you can maintain its its uh, 
interest with i mean who, who knows i love it wrong. dude i but that's because i come from a video game era where like you can put the game on easy and score 90 points a game i love the idea of 57 54 uh, games i gotta be honest i Keith, love that there, there are things i respect about you there are things i love about you see but he, we have that's to, one thing but I, let's I break this down on. aside from the character no no you're wrong let I'm me right. ask you a question <laughs> I'm totally being a dick. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go we'll ahead. move on. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to hear the question. What upsets you about points? To me, I mean, the it's about scoring points. That's uh, the game is about scoring points. It, that, that that is about I, I you know yeah. There's a strategy behind it, but I find it to be very much. Um, you know, a uh, short attention span necessary to satisfy, you know, you, you can't actually get into the game that's going on when it's a tight game. It's not entertaining enough to see a tight game and see the coaching that's going on with that, too. I like big plays. Who doesn't like big plays? I watch Randy Moss's. Randy Moss, I watch his 50. He had 50, 40, 40 yard receptions for the but Vikings. Like, look at- and it's entertaining. OK, but 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 I find a tight game. I mean, I mean, this is I mean, this is slow. This is slow. I'm not saying this is the right. They haven't thing. even started playing yet. But yeah, it, it, I mean, this is slow. It's college football. It's different. But I think a tight game. I love game, a good number 19 punter. That guy's doing going both sides. Uh, that, that's Tom Tupa. But the high Tom scoring Orzo, game. Tom I think it said. <laughs> no, no, no. I know it's not Tom Tupa. But Tom Tupa had a. Oh, I know that name. So Tom Tupa. He, punters play he for play, 80 years. He plays. So like all 20. the punters from the 80s were still around when I was a kid. Yeah, it's amazing. Kevin Butler played until 1995. <laughs> what, what are punters you remember as a kid? Kevin Butler, Gary well, Anderson, Morton Anderson. Those are kickers. I mean, the, do you have any? Uh, let's see. Um, let me. Uh, well, Todd Sauerbrunn was a rookie when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, he was the guy they drafted from West Virginia, wasn't that from for the uh, for the for the Bears? Yeah, but I think Butler punted for the Bears too. No, but Butler was a kicker. Maury I Buford. He, Maury oh, Buford yeah, he was did their punt punter for Maury a long time. Buford. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's look into punters in the '90s. You know, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, the the punt punting is an underrated dimension. Anyway, because I, I know some. Let's see, top ten punters and kickers. I hate these lists because it's always like people from the '30s that did both <laughs> drop kickers and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stan Oil Can O'Malley. <laughs> I tell you, he was great in the old Wrigley Field, 1937. Matt Stover. Oh, well, yeah, well, he was a good kicker. He was a decent kicker. He he, he also kicked for the Cle- old Cleveland Browns. Don't or Jason Hansen. Oh yeah, well, he was good for the uh, for the Lions. He kicked for like nineteen years. He kicked from like ninety one until like Jeff Eagles. I know Jeff Eagles. Yeah, he was a punter for the Eagles. Yeah, Vinatieri. Well, he's a kicker. J- Yale Larry. I don't know who the fuck that. Oh is. yeah, That's the fifties. Yeah, I remember him. I remember him. Yeah, I used to confuse him with Ron Yeri. <laughs> Shane Leckler is the old guy I remember. Yeah, I remember him being a punter for the Raiders. Sammy Ball. Yeah, yeah, he was a quarterback too. Ray Guy. Yeah, well, Ray Guy was. He's the, number one. When I was a kid, I remember like Ray Guy was like, you knew when he punted, it looked different. Like it was an it was an athletic achievement when he punted. It, he punted one time off of the roof of the kingdom. He kicked the football so high it went off the roof of a dome. You know, that's an impressive athletic feat. Yeah, I don't think there was any punters like the punter was not. I see. I came up in a time where the punter was looked insignificant. Oh, well, it still is. But I tell you what, punting and kicking. 
far. I mean, you got the era of the beginning of it getting really good. When I was a kid, it stunk. The kicking game. They missed stunk. a lot of field goals. Extra points. So you, all so the time. they lined up, and you knew like they could miss this. Oh, absolutely, and it, and it also could be blocked. And the Vikings blocked everything. But right in front of me, all of this time, yeah, I've been going over and kicking. see. But I think that's the general difference. Is <clears throat> I grew up really loving high scoring video games so it was always my desire to see football turn into that yeah and well, you don't have that connection to it i mean because i was watching the post game i uh remember the rams Chiefs game when they scored like 100 oh, points oh yeah 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 the espn old school because it's all defensive linemen is their yeah. post game crew it's just a fucking yeah. fucking uh cte sitting on chairs yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. they were furious yeah the defense in this game was fucking terrible they should be embarrassed i hated that game i thought this i thought that it's was a terrible game changed I, but yeah. here's what they weren't realizing i rewatched the game 40 of those points were scored f- defensively <laughs> no, they yeah. were recovered fumbles or interceptions <laughs> that was an entertaining game i'll admit it i fucking loved that game that's when i'd flown out because they called maybe they, they that's uh, they are now putting that up there with like the Colts Giants, that like one of the greatest football games of all time. It's it was entertaining. Uh, I like it. I like when it, there's a high scoring game when your team kicks another team's ass. I certainly like see that. that I don't know, like a forty five to seven when your team kicks a team's ass that you hate is a f- good feeling. That makes me turn the channel. <laughs> like I, I'll, yeah, I I'll eventually I will check I will out. Too. I will. I will too. I will too. But I find the high but scoring. That's, game, that's where I think people, when there's too many. When, when, again, when I I feel like there is a defensive component. That still needs to be part of it. Is he, is he professing love? You're going to blow them away. I just, I know it in my gut. This is going to change your life. You see, he, he's got, oh, right. interesting. So when does the car get She's here? cute. Uh, I'll be honest with you. She's pretty. Well, yeah, they make her that way. <laughs> She's oh, nymph-like, yes. you know. Yes. <laughs> Isn't she? Ooh, I'm prancing around, and ooh, you know. <laughs> she wouldn't prance. She'll splash on her. Spice it up. <laughs> I wouldn't prance because I would move the strategically placed wardrobe. <laughs> I think early in my dating history, I thought this is what women wanted. I have an idea. Be your authentic self. That's what you should do. Be relaxed with yourself. Yeah, but he's authentically a chef. No, well, exactly. No, no, he's cool. I, I was I not. I'm talking about myself. The question is, why wouldn't you admit that it was something that you wanted to do? I guess I just... Catching her up. Oh. All right, let's flick around a little bit. Okay, yeah. I, you, know, I, you know, it's working for me. It's working for me. So did you me. watch the Belmont Stakes today? Oh, I did not. I, I, was, I was driving. I drove... I, I make, feel like it was a little less so because that Baffert guy got popped for fucking steroids. So people were just like, well, the, the most entertaining thing in horse racing happened already. Dutch. <laughs> um, BET. Is this... Is this uh, who was in this? Is this like... Uh, Ed O'Neill. Oh, no. This is a fucking... <laughs> this is uh, the uh, uh, update. An ambitious oh. New Jersey drug dealer makes the moves on the street while facing a high-profile court case. God. God. You never fuck that. that yeah, you don't yeah. relate to that. Yeah, well, that, that, I mean, it's, hasn't that been done? Oh, that's know? every. That's, that is every movie with a rapper. Yeah, that absolutely. becomes an actor. Exactly. I gotta make the leap, man. That's every you know, DMX I can't movie. Keep dealing, you know. Let's go to the fucking <laughs> DMX's acting oh, dude, career. You have. I. You really got to work on that black eye. What, what is no? What, what is uh, DMX's like? Like his well, his filmography. Dead. But what was it? It's the. Ooh, here we go. Spanish San Andreas. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Um, he did Cradle to the Grave. He did Romeo Must Die. Oh yeah, that, that, is that his like high early two thousands? I don't know if it's as high. I think he might he might have done three movies. Like he had like a Romeo Must Die. I remember being a movie. Well, it's a remake of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. It's an Asian black Romeo Romeo and Juliet. I never saw. It. I've never seen movie. it either. <laughs> Shit like that and Belly. All my friends liked. You ever fuck with Belly? Here we go. We can really turn it up a notch. <laughs> You're killing me. Keep the great stories that you love coming to you. I am not a pedophile on this PBS station. They have some wonderful ways of saying. See, that's what being in L.A. benefits is PBS could fucking haul Tom Hanks's fucking yeah, carcass yeah. out there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Fucking, can you fucking stump for us? I, I can't do this in Pennsylvania. <laughs> you can get Bob Vila if you live in Pennsylvania. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Come on, PBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah they get major actors. Is with a qualifying donation. You fucking see, I'm an guy, intelligent guy. man. This is Tony Randall. Passport to view. <laughs> Thousands. I guess Tony Randall was a womanizer. Isn't that hilarious? I always thought that was like a a, a beard. No, I, I think well, he might he might have been. What's Ghoulie got going on here? <laughs> Cult of the Cobra. I love these. I mean, uh, I was a big Adams Family fan when I was growing up. I didn't like. I like the movies. Adams Family is one of the things where like I need. The, I can't watch the old one. I'll watch yeah. the Munsters. Yeah, the I've mon- never yeah. liked any sort of modern remake of the Munsters. Yeah, but I can't do anything not the Adams Family movies. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so yeah, what- it is fucking no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm man. trying to go to see what's on Bounce because Bounce has these bad rapper movies too. <laughs> good, it's a good choice. fighting. Here we go. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah, this is. Oh yeah, Sean MacArthur barely makes a living selling counterfeit goods on the streets of New York. What is this fucking 1972? But he has a natural talent for street fighting and a con man, Terrence Howard. He's about to fucking. You know when you you just see fights and they're throwing dollars on the street and no one breaks it up immediately. Again, I look back. Dude, and urban movies are the shit. We're look, we're aiming too high with our show business goals. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's when you say urban, you mean black. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the euphemism for hey, listen, I'm trying yeah. to tap into that a little bit. You know, you know the Negro League movies. <laughs> this whole again, I go back to it. I've said it a million times in the show. In the 70s and in the 80s, you would see fights on the streets that would last a while. They would go, certainly in stadiums, definitely, in sporting events. Now it's it, it's dealt with a little quicker, which is a good Ooh, thing. Oh, it just started. Look at that. It's a good thing. It's dealt with. You want to click into some news here? Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. Fighting. There we go. Can ease looks, into it here. Yeah, no, this is good, man. It's a New York City-based show. So when did this movie come out, I wonder? Oh, Please we could find out right now. 2009. Yeah, I was saying, this is, this is not... Not that too long recent, ago, but, but that's it, yeah. that's a long time ago. It is. Jesus Christ. I know I feel it old. is. I know it is. It's it, it's when you hear that, it's like, oh, what was I doing then? Oh, that's right. I was living in Chicago. Eating a pussy. That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was too. I was. But, and then you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I shouldn't do that. No. But with. Uh, but with well, you can. But that's the see. That's the authentic self you don't want to do on a date. We were talking about authentic self exactly. earlier. You know, I can, I can, I can speed bag the clown with Fighting. the best of them. Ah. 2009. This was the Channing Tatum black guy version of the fucking boxer movie with fucking uh, Christian Bale. 
the fighter oh, where he was all on meth and shit oh yeah every but, time a movie a major movie comes out there's, there's always a, a knockoff a ton of knockoffs yeah when a steve yeah. job biography came out there was a bunch of knockoff steve job biographies but then there were also knockoffs about like an entrepreneur yeah or like yeah. there would be an urban one where like bet made a movie about like the first black guy to make a medical fucking yeah like device some sort or whatever of, yeah a procedure yeah 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 like they always try and match the energy of the movie in yeah, some way yeah, shape yeah. or form it's got to be out within a year too it's gonna be, be pretty quickly see know? how you hate nfl high scoring yeah i hate shit like that with uh, like i couldn't agree with you more like take a goddamn risk like i yeah, yeah, i would exactly. more be a studio to, i'd be like we're not gonna do what anybody else does well, we're gonna shoot stag films you know but i'm sure that people say that and then when they get involved in the business and there's certain pressures that come down on you it's like okay uh there's certain compromises that get made i think see that's why i think there should be a rule that when you get to a certain level of billionaire you become a billionaire that like <laughs> you are beyond making a profit so you will now be in charge of the companies that if it doesn't make money like it doesn't matter so like that's why bezos i even think should own a fucking movie studio because he can just burn cash on ideas like there there could be a short stint where he just lets yeah, yeah, any yeah. asshole just start making movies yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i'm sure you want to there's another, show business ain't long term you got to fucking you yeah. got to kumail it and secure yeah, this yeah, bag yeah absolutely got to secure the bag absolutely man i looked up his net worth this week just it was like 38 million dollars it's eight million bucks that's not then you know what <laughs> fucking pathetic no i'm I, kidding i'd I, I take pro- box. but you know what he probably He's does got brighter days ahead he of him probably too. feel so insecure about that though yeah like if you probably go up to kumail nanjiani and just like subtly you you see him on the street yeah and you get at a socially distanced with a mask and then you just walk past and you go eight million and you just shake your head he probably would fucking turn purple. Yeah, he, he, you know, because I brought you when an Indian blushes, it's purple. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's interesting. I feel good about not going down the path of resenting those people that I used to resent. Oh no, so that was hard. a good. That was a good little scenario. It was I good just though. Set up. No, 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 no. I don't dismiss that at all. Uh, but but I I feel good about that. But, eight but million. It, it's weird. It's had a little. Any listener bit. out there, if you see Kumail Nanjiani in the street, just go eight million. Yeah, he, he's he also knows he has brighter days when he's doing a two hundred million dollar action I've movie or, seen or doing a days. he's throwing his hat in the ring for a comic book movie. You know, he, he something's gonna happen. You know, something's. I mean, whatever. He he's on the path Hold of making on. even more cash. What do you think is going on? <laughs> you think they're talking about killing Azerbaijanis and laughing? <laughs> no, no, or being or, or being murdered by the Turks. You know, it's like. Yeah, this is. There's a big Armenian population here. Oh yeah, I mean, huge. it's very, it's very noticeable. It more so than it was when I lived here before. It's interesting. Like the, the the experience I have being here now versus earlier is an interesting contrast for me. I'm a different human being, you know. And like the city is different. It's a different makeup, you know. It's, it's just, darker. It's well, it's I gotta changed. say, recently in the last two months, maybe it's just because. I'm letting my guard down a little bit, so I'm feel. But like, on the bus, I've just been eyeing people. I've been feeling nervous. I've been feeling nervous. Really interesting. Yeah. Now they just fucking legalized assault rifles again in California. Oh, God, we're gonna get yeah. blown away. We're yeah. gonna get blown away. Yeah. That, that that's a oh, God. That move. 
like that move Blasting a federal judge folks. doing that it's just like uh, well he put the <laughs> order on stay like he put the actual ban he like put it on stay so until they delegate onto it again they are banned so it's going to be tied up in court for like five years but oh, who the fuck knows and go to the supreme court and go to this guy you know what we're gonna do look we're gonna make them snowflakes in california melt that's what the supreme court's gonna do we're gonna get the fear of a uh, automatic rifle in there and you're gonna get in the line aren't you because the white race is under attack We'll yeah. get Columbo you, you to fucking investigate that. us. Never fucked it. You could be a real menace in the street. Baby. What do you think, Jerome? He calls. He keeps calling that fucking <laughs> monkey fucking Kobe. This is like an older one. This is like this 80s is a, a new Columbo. <laughs> they got beautiful. It, what, what year is this? Let's see. I always because season ten. Ooh. Oh. Oh. So this probably is like I'm gonna guess it's like early early mid eighties eighty three. Okay. Well, there's the song. This is 83, probably. What's this? Oh, I... Where's the Metamucil? You know, uh, I play a simple What's bumbling... He made a career off of these, man. That's him I'm, doing detective work? What's <laughs> this, a towel? What's that right you there? <laughs> what's that right there? What's that right there? Oh, what's this, huh? Oh, what's that? Why is the sky blue? Oh, we got a doorknob right here. Yeah, it's all connected to a door. DNA? What DNA what? I know. I want to know what this candle's been. I, and this door, don't scrape the floor. What's that water? <laughs> is that wet? <laughs> what is that water? It's lotion? Is it this lotion? I haven't watched one of these in so long. All right. I wonder if it's that obvious. If I rub this on my balls, will it burn? <laughs> Look at that cat on the right there. I'm just leaning skin over. Skin conditioner best used after the bath. You got African American hair products in so your bathroom. So what's this? Oh, it was bone dry. Oh, yeah, well, we bone. figure he slipped as he was reaching for the cloth. No, as he fell backwards. No, don't make sense. Doesn't add up. You see, he's got a safety. Oh, look pin. at that fucking crease in his forehead. L look at the safety pin in his glasses. From the crease down, that looks like Ed Bagley Jr. But from fucking the crease up, that is a bald cap. Medical examiner will probably be able to confirm. Is that a watch? <laughs> what gold watch? You wouldn't. You would not be gripping this up. He looks like fucking uh, Mike Myers, and so I, <laughs> the axe murderer. What do you know about that? He just starts having a seizure. Yeah, that crazy. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, he needs an assistant. Oh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> he needs an assistant just to have him go. He j he bumbles. He mumbles. L let him get through. Peter will work. Yeah, it's his method. Show him a he picture of OJ Simpson. He'll snap out of it. <laughs> if that was the way, you <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, Is this the car made by that cocaine addict? Freddie delivery possible. Ooh, ooh, oh, delivery. You know what that means? This is a drug one. Lieutenant, turns out this guy is in the middle of a divorce. Is that so? Wife's name is that so? Ooh, What's a divorce? Another thing. Ooh, a divorce. His lawyer. He's got marital lawyer. problems. How many pieces of paper do you got in that folder? You know, I, 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 my grandma loved Columbo. Oh, 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 Columbo was there were people. Got Armenian taxi driver. I wanted driver. to hear what year that was because that had to be like, it had to be eighty three. 
I love how you're fucking trying to nail it on a dime like that. Columbo came out like four times a year. Oh, absolutely. But it was like, because I. All right. Season 10, episode four. Let's look it up. Because he's older looking, too. You can tell the lighting's different. This is an 80s lighting versus a 70s lighting. I could be wrong, but I'm guessing this is 83. I might even be. It might be later than 83, but I think it's 1991. 91. Yep. Holy shit. December 15th. Holy shit. My temporal perspective is lost. It's over, Keith. It's over. I missed this one hardcore. It looks like 1975. No, it looks like 83, but it's 91. I was like getting it really is it's weird and i couldn't gauge it this is definitely a colombo that was on when my grandma was up shuffling cards eating potato chips and ice cream because she was diabetic yeah jesus yeah yeah crocious we're ordering mcdonald's after this episode <laughs> and i'm thinking about it so hard right now it's a this good is, show right it's now ripped torn. it's ripped it's a torn. good show and uh, we haven't I, done even guys we haven't even started the show yet so what's the first topic? Oh, you want to go through a little bit of news? Let's do it. I'm not rushing through anything. Yeah, I like good. the I like the way things are going. Uh, I think it's a good flow. You know I, me. Eventually, I want a podcast 24 hours straight. But we were doing part of the show. We were doing uh, the uh, the. Uh, so Hallmark, here's some news. We'll go movie. over some some light news here. Yeah. Uh, some some quick. Rip Torn is in this. quick shit. He's in everything. Rip Torn <laughs> is in everything until he really had to go to rehab. <laughs> And then it really it cut in, it cut into his yearly output of putting in movies. Is that Carol Channing? In fact, before I go to this, let's go to the Rip Torn. Let's see how many movies Rip Torn did in the nineties. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not real, is it? It certainly looks real. Oh, it's very Oh, touch that! It's goddamn real. LAPD. Every man getting too rowdy here? He's old looking. I should I should have known. That. You know something? You know something? I'm falling down a shame spiral right now. Why? Because I feel bad that I didn't get this year. Man, look at what a young strapping fucking man Rip Torn was. I don't know if he was young, but uh, but I can tell you one thing. Peter Falk was old. I should have guessed this. 91? This is like Murder, She Wrote, the way it looks. Yeah, I was just about to say it's got a really Murder, She Wrote vibe to it. <clears throat> older people love these movies like like murder she wrote had a great following of the what if we're wrong vibe. and he just did like four things in the 90s <laughs> oh yeah I, I think you're wrong so beautiful dreamers uh by dawn's early light defending your life oh defending your life is funny albert brooks 92 he did two he did two two three movies a year okay so he did dolly dearest and beyond the law in 1992 god I don't know robocop three and where the river flows north in 93 <laughs> Uh, 1995 for better or worse Canadian bacon and how to make an American quilt. Oh, Canadian bacon and how to make an American quilt were known movies. 1996 down periscope and the mouse. I remember. Oh, down periscope. I remember down periscope. 1997 <clears throat> trial and error. Hercules men in black. That's when he really yeah. caught fire. Yeah. He was Zeus and Hercules. <laughs> That's the anime. Yeah, he's the a, he's Disney a men, in men in black was a huge. Movie. Oh, it was massive. Senseless 19, the insider wonder boys. And then, yeah, he's still fucking popping shit off. He did three movies a year until he died. When did he die? 2012. Uh, no, somewhere in the mid two thousands. Wow. I would imagine he died pretty close to onset. Uh, 2019. So he kind of did oh, retire just two years ago. Yeah. How old was he? 88. Ooh. Wow. 
Wow. So he's like in his 60s here. <laughs> Died from Alzheimer's. That's when you know your brain is all mushed up, when you're yeah. dying from yeah. Alzheimer's. Just to let you all know, to give it on a, I got a visit. I'm flying back to Chicago, middle of July. Got to see my father in the memory care. Called up today, talked to his girlfriend, and it was like, hell yeah. Just sounded like a, not a good situation. But anyway, we'll she's see. just like, look. We have to put a pillow over this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's can, just. You ever see the movie Igby Goes Down where fucking. Uh, who the fuck is it? But it's basically about a mom who pays, her, not pays, but lets her kids. She's like dying of cancer. So they just kill her. Like she says, just murder me. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I think Doc Kevorkian was a, a righteous dude. You know, I think. If yeah, you, I thought we did him. We we gave him a raw deal. Oh, and I think he's pretty. I think he's pretty on the level. If you want to die, that's your thing. Uh, if you dying's know, your thing. Well, you know, but I mean, whatever. If, if you have a terminal That's illness. going to be the future. You're going to be able to die and come back to life, and that'll be your drug. I, you I jerk just, off right after you come back to life. Can you imagine that rush? Yeah. That is edge masturbating right there, boy. Yeah. Who's whose fault it was? <laughs> Look at Rip Twin. I should know from his hair. I should have known this. God, he was... Poor, innocent irresponsible wonderful Freddy <laughs> man this is just such three in the morning old lady fucking television <laughs> although he's acting you know he's, he's putting I mean, well yeah this is <laughs> he's putting something to, he's giving you something you know <laughs> giving well he's giving it it all I'm not denying the passion he's throwing into the project let's fucking break this with a little reality okay, okay. places like the Antelope yeah. Valley into the yeah, low desert we go. and the, we have a wind advisory level hot weather ladies no, have well, look here. at those fingers again look at how uh, long Olga's fingers are listen Olga you know something if Olga wanted to go on a date with me I well, go on a date with yeah Crocious yeah, is, yeah, really is really yeah. thirsty right now <laughs> yeah, ladies yeah, and yeah. gentlemen so literally yeah I mean look at her if one of your aunts if one of your hotter aunts Ants wants to fucking hook up. I'm going to be in Chicago <laughs> July 11th not gonna the 19th. Be, now, you know, up top, Crow's going to be his genuine self. So fucking take that into account. Maybe <laughs> which which will, will initially make you laugh and then grate on you within five minutes. Just to let you know that unless I, you're unless you're hosting a podcast and can steer it in the right direction. <laughs> but I, hey, I'm on. I'm giving this is energy. one of the highest rated shows on television right here. We'll fucking we'll get into this a little bit. Let's see. See. I see a room on the north side. Maybe they're holding her there. Yeah, but no telling how many guys are in there with her. Look at Chris O'Donnell. You think these guys got fucking time for uniforms? Chain of the process. Let's know From the north shore. Chris O'Donnell. We're going to go to brunch right after this. You got a table set? Eggs Benedict? Poach? Be good. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. I think he's got like five or six kids. Like he's a, He has a brood. Don't trip yoke on your bulletproof vest you know this I mean? time. Because I think he's from, a, is he from a Highland Park. He's from the uh, North Shore suburb of uh, who O'Donnell. Yeah, and he was big in the nineties. I mean, he was Robin for crying out loud. Well, you fucking a, you can cry that out loud. I don't give you a know. fuck. Yeah, but I, I think he was. I think he's from Highland Park, Chris. So anyway, yeah. Um, so this week in TV, what else we want to talk about? Yeah, what was that? Oh, uh, I'm just gonna run over some light news, some quick sure. news. So uh, Josh uh, Drake Bell, who was a child star of my era, Drake and Josh. I'll show you maybe a trailer of Drake and Josh. Sure. To, yeah. He just got, I think, well, he uh, pled not guilty, but apparently he was doing some naughty shit with a 15 year old. And then she said, I'm 15. And he was just like, well, let's keep going. So he's pleading. Did he guilty actually to that. touch her? 
Did he do something, or did he just talk to him in a see. weird way? Let me see, because it's child endangerment. What he's up for? Let's click. Let's click the fucking thing. This is why we. This is why we yeah. do the news. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you know Our something. Technology Are you for him fucking around with a fifteen-year-old? No, I'm not for that. Of course, I'm not for that. But if you didn't lay a finger on her and just said something to her, it's creepy and wrong. It's an, in, a, you know, an it's internet chat. But if you touch someone, that's a bad thing. When you start getting physical, that is wrong. That is wrong, and you need to be punished for that. And yeah, and it starts with the talk. I guess you want to catch them before they do that. What is this a public service? You know, I mean, it's I don't know. It's just people just want like, oh, they're they're supposed to have it all, but actually they have a deep dark side. That deep dark side is, oh, they're under. Oh, this dude, he was in the thing, uh, the was remake it? of the thing. It's like you're more of an oh, authority yeah. on that one, Detective Deeks. Yeah, I've I, been through I, uh, a lot of. He's on. He's on. I think I he was on. This. Oh, he was on the show Numbers or something like that. Yeah, or like Bones. <laughs> Former star of the TV series Drake and Josh has been charged with child endangerment. Bell startled, blah, blah, blah. Um, I love how they break down the fucking the show. <laughs> like they're about to he's being charged with something serious. And they're like, but here's what his show was about. Yeah. <laughs> to remind you. Bell about, has yeah. been charged with child endangerment in Ohio. Bell was taken into custody by Cleveland police following an indictment on May 21st for attempted child endangerment. Uh, and for spreading the matter that is harmful or spreading matter that is matter that is harmful to juveniles spreading that matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, we, what, uh, the details mean? of the case have not been released, but the charges are believed to have stemmed from a 2017 Internet chat. Drake engaged uh, in with a minor Ooh. that was allegedly sexual in nature. Uh, Bell has pled not guilty to the charges and released on a twenty five hundred dollar bond. That's a low. That's a suburban bond. I know yeah, people that have been yeah. bonded out for more. Yeah, absolutely. But I also it, know people that have murdered my because it's also like it's. I mean, it's wrong. He shouldn't do it. So that's the message of this. Don't do that. Don't ever engage. I've heard way. rumors that he likes youngins as well, and he was also on a show. So let's fucking do the Drake and Josh trailer. Uh, the show he was on. The guy who created it is like apparently would like stare at the actor's feet and shit like that. Like he's a fucking Dan Schneider. He got popped for like being a creep. He didn't get popped, but apparently all his. Who's Dan Schneider? He, he produced all these Nickelodeon oh, shows. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, if you're working in like children's television, isn't there something a little creepy about that? I don't know. Am, am I wrong? I mean, a paycheck's a paycheck, I guess. But, you know, if you're drawn to that, you know, I don't know. Maybe you have a. A propensity, a, a aptitude. <laughs> Chris, look at me. I'm aging now, but you know something? I'm still kind of a handsome man. I'm in my 50s. Contrast me with an old actor. <laughs> you know, I'm going to look younger, so that'll help my ego still, you know? <laughs> Here we go. We're going to watch some classic I'm fucking... Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell got nothing to be ashamed about. Oh, he fucking he he banked so much money during this run of NCIS yes. Los Angeles. Yeah, so he there he, probably gets to be a point where you're late, so late in the show and you're reading how bad the material is and you're like, we all got about three million in the bank. Yeah. Oh, who gives a shit, fuck, man? They've got. I, I bet you Chris O'Donnell's got forty to fifty million bucks in the bank. That's what I'm guessing. Hell yeah. You know, <laughs> which you can. You're fine if you get to eight million. It's good. Oh, so oh, this is the show he's in. See the guy on the left and the right. Who's that acting with him? It's that guy. Who's that comedian from Chicago? Hey, Brendan McGowan. Is that Brendan McGowan? No, but check this out. This kid right here. Let me break out the fucking. <laughs> this guy right here. Yeah. 
He's fucking skinny now. I'll show you a picture of this guy for context. He did the. But this is Drake and Josh, the one, the fella over here. Yeah. He's the pedo. Yeah. He needs in the whole school down. I gotta do this. Hey, you know what, Josh? You're pretty cool. I'm gonna go fuck a teenager. Don't ruin it. Now this show is for ten year olds, so take that into account. Yeah, it's yeah, for like eight, nine to yeah. now, but even as a child, I was like, this show's ridiculous. It's corny. Why don't you let me explain to the folks exactly oh, why what you have to tell her about the twins? His dad was a weatherman. That's I'm starting to remember the plot now. Uh, the, uh, got young fucking uh she got eventually got her own show. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, she's iCarly. It's a little warm in here. <laughs> you ever get pit stains? You ever pit stain yeah, it up? Very, rare i have it rare i don't do that i'm able to handle myself i don't do that you said it like you're <laughs> sweating just trying to fucking maintain that statement no, i don't do that no i i i i don't i don't i can handle yeah, myself. you sound like my tour driver i, 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 in I, can, I, can, I can handle myself yeah. <laughs> i can handle I myself sweat. so, so want, i don't i don't pitch do you want to make i don't me need sweat? to do you want to make me sweat yeah i am assured of myself. see look how skinny he got i was wrong he got yeah. thin. I, I need you more than you need me. I need you way more than you need me. All right? I'm sorry. Bro, break Do you have up. any idea of the teenagers that I grasp for when you're not here? <laughs> That's why he was chatting, because Josh wasn't there. It's a $2,500 bond. They know it's not that big of a deal. Although no, it's a big deal. He got indicted for it. Yeah, but, he uh, definitely. It, if he got indicted for it, it means he said, "Let's meet here and fuck." And do you know what it is too? It is also it's their initial slap on the wrist, and if it happens again, then there's going to be some real problems. You know, slap a wand on the and wrist. And if he was black, they'd be figuring out how to gas him. So, uh, looking at <laughs> yeah, go to the, the TV guy. Do you want to go to? Did you pick oh, something out? Uh, let's go. Let's just. You know, just keep talking. I, I want to. Well, that was the news. So that was Drake and Josh. Now you know what we're dealing with with Drake and Josh. Uh, Chrissy Teigen exits. Never have I ever season two amid bullying controversy. What did she do to someone? So apparently, I'm going to go back to TV here. Sure. Um, apparently, uh, hey, Lair, when did Chrissy Teigen bully someone? What year? Hey, babe. Yeah. When did Chrissy Teigen actually bully a chick? Like what like year? Five years ago. It was like five years what ago. Did she, how, where? What was the con? Was On Twitter. Okay. Here's what. Here's another thing that even it's hard for me to accept is. You have to give him the background of the chick. Okay. Well, I'm going to go to the article here. I'm going to read the article. God. Um, actress and model Chris E. Teigen. Um, I don't get her fame, by the way, but whatever. I mean, she's just like a the definition of Twitter like personality chef. She cooks and takes videos of it. She sells cookbooks. She sells yeah. cookware. She was a, a briefcase model on who wants to, or uh, what's the Howie Mandel show with all the fucking briefcases. Oh yeah. I mean, she I was on that. that. Show. Yeah. I remember that show. She was like, so she's, oh, she was a model. So she has model money. She's married to John legend. Well, yeah, that, you know, there we go. Uh, they have adorable kids. One's a fucking bitch. Um, so, uh, they don't really give the background on the kid, but she, some fucking kid was, I guess they were going back and forth on Twitter and she told her to kill herself. Oh God. It's the 16 year old who got married to the 50 year old. 
Remember that from like a few years ago? Oh, back yeah. Okay, yeah. Dr. Phil and she went all the So that changes everything, Crow. It's a Republican. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Kill yourself, bitch. Well, I mean, she, you shouldn't say that. That's pretty harsh, right? Yeah. For, to anyone. And why is it coming but out now? But who did now? you vote why, for? Why is it coming out now? Because now it's now it's one of those even it's one of those things I don't even agree with it I don't agree with it but it's nice to see because Chrissy Teigen has herself dabbled in cancel culture like she's very much jumped on people yeah. when they're down and will latch onto something that has nothing to do with her just to get some fucking yeah, yeah. girls yeah so a lot of people are really wetting their chops for her to to trip up but basically the new thing in of like social justice is trying to clean up online bullying is like you can't you can't yeah. call someone white trash on social media it's hate speech but you it's get blocked for hate speech it came to light because the girl in question who is now a woman yeah got divorced she's getting her life back together she's like getting over addiction problems like she's getting her life back yeah. as an adult woman and realizing that she was groomed by this man and yeah. he was actually, he was a predator. Yeah, he's a creep, exactly. And so she wrote something for an online platform, and that's when it all came out. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, my attitude, I don't know. Yeah, she's getting grief for that. It's let me interesting. You gave me a lot of good information there. I'm telling you, I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a YouTube video I'm on Chrissy Teigen now. That's part I, of the just, show. We watch everything we talk about. <laughs> I try to. It, it, it is. I just. Uh, oh my wand! I'm gonna get fucking Voldemorted. This this whole world is I, I don't know. It's it's falling apart. <laughs> I, I thought there was gonna be improvement, and and, and in fact, I am wrong. <laughs> you know, it's just getting. Oh, it's just weird. Trying to find. It's a weird. Okay, here we go. Right? Some top ten. We're gonna these. This is. The top 10 moments of Chrissy Teigen coming up right here. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. I'll figure out who she is. I, I, I literally. She's fucking attractive. Is, oh, yeah, I mean, she, she has a big chest. I, I, and I I'm not talking about big boobs. I'm talking about like the space above the boobs is long. Scared? Okay. Look how long her okay. chest okay. is. Oh, no! Jimmy, no! Oh my God. <laughs> I would die. Before we begin. Well, yeah, you don't, have to, you, you don't have to pay for this, man. You don't have to pay for this, right? No, this is a Go YouTube ahead. video. Please don't. You're embarrassing me. We're not sure if Rihanna saw this interview, but if she did, we're sure she... Oh. So that's who she is. Have okay. you ever seen her? I've seen her before, but I just still don't understand why she's famous. I don't, I don't understand. Because people want to be her. That's essentially what the drive of it to me is. But I mean, is. is she an actor or... Yeah, or she's a, a model. She's a model. Okay, yeah, she's a model. She's a model and she was on the Howie Mandel show. I, I I don't know, and I I and in, she makes I'm she, into her, an exotic. Her beauty. recipes are fucking fire, dude. I'm sure they're good. I'm sure they're good. Yeah, you know? I'm sure they are. But I just don't. There's John Legend. Legend. I like him. I like John Legend. Yeah. I'll be honest, dude. She also she got He's a bump cool. from him though. To be quite honest with you, well, that happens in show business. People marry for that reason, Keith. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they do it as a publicity stunt to have children. So that's Chrissy Teigen. Well, they the, the children weren't a publicity stunt. Well, I think I don't think the marriage I think of was Madonna. Either. I didn't realize that celebrities the Kabbalah. Did that. She had all sorts of fucking publicity God. stunts. She had one this past week. It was moving it was her, to Europe, and then when she moved back, she sounded all Swedish all the time. Wait, well, yeah, she had this. Yeah. I have a hybrid accent. I kind of talk like this. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was her it was her father's 90th birthday and she posted about that this week with her family. I'm sure her family is totally healthy. Oh, dude, her kids are probably no, they're probably running goddamn running amok. You know, I guess her oldest daughter, her oldest daughter seems to have her shit together. I bet you she hates Madonna. I, I, I wonder. I, uh, Lourdes? Or as Howard Stern called her, Lardass when she was two years old. That's fucking, that's <laughs> hilarious. See, that kind of thing, if that got unearthed today, Howard Stern would, would be, be redragged. Yeah. Now, he can probably yeah. survive it because he's Howard Stern. Yeah. But that's the kind of stuff that, like, when you say, like, why are people talking about this? Yeah. There's no reason for it beyond, like, a new set of people yeah. just found out about it. Yeah, exactly. And those set of people are very sensitive. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you even... As a comic, I you have to like not necessarily change your style, but you do have to learn how to play in that realm of like if you're in a room and you sense that the crowd's overly sensitive, yeah. That's just something people are now. Yeah. yeah. In the nineties and two thousands, you were able to kind of crowd work it out about them. Hey, yeah. James Bailey's here. <laughs> Good Take to hear my it. picture. I'm gonna break your arms and your camera. Oh, yeah. See, James, if you didn't hurt, I restructured the board. So the drops are random, uh, but we're happy you're here. Uh, we're at, you know, you're, you're five minutes from the break, but you can go exactly. and make yourself a fucking TV dinner. Hug the girlfriend. You know, he's house sitting, actually, though. Oh, cool. We're getting into him. his life. I like to hear about go it. Go jerk off in that bathroom while we're on the break. <laughs> Tug one out. Make it spit. But no, I yeah. hear what you're saying, though, about, about audiences being sensitive. And, I mean, yeah, but what I'm saying what, is yeah, in the 90s and 2000s. Oh. Uh, you were able to just kind of like, oh, what are you guys fucking oil painting fags? You know, yeah, 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 yeah it was and shocking. you could kind of through shock be able to kind of like, oh, ha 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 ha. But now the audience is a little more empowered, which I don't know how much I agree with that. Yeah, well, um, yeah. They, well it's because they think they can do it, but but they should just go up on stage and give it a shot. That's a great thing about stand up. It's totally democratic. Do anyone yeah. can do it? Anyone. But so Bailey to refill to recatch James Bailey up up top. I argued with Crow about high scoring football. He got very intense about Ohio State in the seventies and, and USC. We're watching the, USC. the Rose Bowl on, on the local Pac twelve, um, and he cha- is having channel. a hard time understanding people who are famous for no reason. And yeah, now you're I, caught up. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it, kind of. I just, I got to be honest with you, and now that I just don't find her particularly attractive, uh, for her look does not do it for me. Um, you know what? But, it's it's definitely modelish. She's yeah. got like a very round face, very it, long. It looks a certain way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's something, I mean, it's unique. It's unique, you know? And so, and there's something to that. When I was a kid, know? I used to go to a thrift store named Unique. <laughs> it's a favorite place of unique. ours. I don't like little gustos. Her is this Pride Month? The the uh... what era of commercials are you feeling for the break? Bailey era of commercials. He hasn't responded in, in like a few minutes, but we can. What are you, what are you feeling? Let's go nineties. Go a little more modern because I'm not gonna. I'm gonna recognize some of them, but not all of them. And to me, what's going to be bizarre is I'm going to miss miss I'm going to miss the year like I did with Columbo. <laughs> we had a big I had a big moment of shame, Bailey, where uh, I was guessing the year of the episode of Columbo we were watching, and I thought it was 1983. It was 91. It was 91. It was I was off by eight years. He was off from 14 to 22. I should have known that. 
I should have known that. And I was confident that I was feeling like kind of like, oh, yeah, I figured it out. And then, you know, something that tells me the THC is working. Hell <laughs> that yeah, tells me working. that the brain is shriveling up. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not what I used to be, Keith. We'd actually make your brain grow. <laughs> yeah, man. I love those guys that will find any way to make it positive. But actually, you know, I've, I grew, I've actually gotten taller by two inches ever since I've been smoking cannabis. Ah. And ever since I've been calling it cannabis, I've noticed that my... <laughs> My teeth have been whiter ever since I've just been saying the words cannabis. cannabis? I know. The word cannabis just kind of cleanses your, your palate. Th- that was a, the whole legalization of hemp, as they called it. When I can, Look the at aughts. this fucking blood here. The whole like getting behind that cause was always kind of ridiculous to me. It didn't stop me from investing I too much money into it. I didn't have any idea for sure why I was there, but I knew something bad had happened. 48 hours. And we're not talking about the Eddie Murphy kind yeah, no, here. Yeah, let's, let's see this. This looks... This is like, ooh, she's reflecting back on her 70s life. My jaw was broken. Um, I had a broken arm and I had a couple of fingers on, on, on my... Fucking John Wick over here. Joan Wick. Yeah, what happened? Well, that's what the episode's about. Uh, yeah, is this $6 million and woman? <laughs> my parents were afraid of what was going to be on the TV. Three women were attacked by a notorious sealer. Oh, Ted Bundy. Oh, man. she's a Ted Bundy survivor. Yeah. Ooh. And he told me. He was the most charming man I've ever met in my entire life. That's probably depressing yeah. that the best, the most attractive, charming man she ever met tried to kill her. Ugh. And she probably hasn't met one more charming since. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just one. Well, yeah. That's why we all need to do better, guys. Well, well, why do you? I mean, you know, I know it's I'm going out on a limb here, but, you know, don't don't be a serial murderer. <laughs> if you're listening to our show, you know, if we can have one impact. Don't be a serial murderer. You know, it just be a serial eater, you, you know? know? Yeah, do do something else, you know. Boy, where have you been? <laughs> Out with other men, Herb. Letting them have their way with me. Herb. There you go. It's <laughs> the fucking, that's a good drop right there. Yeah, absolutely. Got Maya like Rudolph over here. Ooh. You saw you feeling you feeling a break right yeah, here. Yeah, it's a break. Yeah, absolutely. It's All right, fun, we're gonna we're gonna good. take a break. I'm gonna put some commercials on. Uh, it's been fun. Let me transfer over here. Absolutely. Uh, com. Put that in your bookmarks. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, all that. We will be back here uh, in 15 motherfucking minutes. You crave a big, bold taste. You crave the wave. Everybody wants it. What you gonna see? Everybody wants it. Baby, don't you see? Hey, Vanessa, want to see my beetle? Hey, Alex, want to see my dragon fly? Good one, Vanessa. <laughs> when you buy your kids a $1.99 hamburger Happy Meal, they can choose a cool Transformer figure or an adorable Littlest Pet Shop toy in special boxes with punch-outs or trading cards. One with each Littlest Pet Shop Transformers Happy Meal. Okay, listen to this one. Why do robots keep batteries in their wallets? Because they like to charge everything. <laughs> Boy, am I glad I got my sense of humor from you, Mom. Have you had your break today? How can I be a worthy mother when all I want is my children's cereal? Kellogg's Frosted Flakes just for kids? Brave adults say no. My wife said she'd do anything to help. I told her to get me a spoon. Now more than ever, these adults are stepping forward to admit they love that sweet, delicious crunch. My passion finally led to a marriage of convenience. 
He's a milkman. Come on, give in. Frosted Flakes have the taste adults have grown to love. They're great! MGM Family Entertainment presents the only all-new animated film this season. Wow! As one of the most popular films in animated history adds a new adventure. You're out of breath and the fun hasn't even started yet. All Dogs Go to Heaven 2. Rated G. Starts Friday. How do you like your minivan? Ford Windstar is an any minivan. It's the best. Well, what makes Windstar better? It's a van that thinks it's a car. It rides and handles like a car, but it holds kids and groceries like a van. Is it safe? With over 40 standard safety features, Windstar is the Fort Knox of minivans. I shopped around and dollar for dollar, nothing else stacks up. Now get a thousand back or low financing on Northeast Ohio's best-selling minivan. Windstar is an all-around great minivan. Winning Ohio over. X-Files, now for sale on video. What I find fantastic is that there are answers beyond the realm of science. With secrets never before revealed by creator Chris Carter. Listen to me, Scully. This thing exists. Own the classic episodes selected for this exclusive video release. The X-Files, now on video. Two uncut, digitally mastered files on each tape for $14.98 or less. Owning is believing. Eight is news. Find out how a courageous cat risked her life to save her kittens at 10. I wish this could last all night. All night. All night. All night. Oh, it can. And tomorrow night, and maybe the next night, and the following day. <laughs> the Copper Top. No battery is stronger, longer. Wednesday at a special time. I love you, Kirsten. And I want you back. Fox presents the two-hour season finale. You're too late. I'm getting married, Charlie. Of the best drama on television. I don't know how to be apart from you. I don't know how serious it is or anything, but what? Matt and Sarah, they were both in the emergency room. Don't miss the unforgettable season finale of Party of Five. Wednesday at 8, 7 Central on Fox. Writing for TV's hottest black star is tough. I wrote for Urkel for five years. I think I know a little about black people. The show, coming up next. Forget typical And say goodbye to the usual It's not the same old, same old It's anything but So take the road, let's travel There's nothing ordinary about it Taco What you're after Leave those burgers behind Let's head for the border Taco Bell is time There's nothing ordinary about it Taco Bell
Barnett and Stacy calling it quits. You want to stay and try to work things out? Yes, I do. Well, you can. Find out on the season finale Monday. Kelly's new roommate wants more than her boyfriend. Maybe we should just cool off a little bit. She wants her identity. I'm Kelly Taylor. A brand new 90210 Wednesday. Now, from the heart of the jungle, you can bring the new ace to your place. Call him wild. Call him crazy. Call him yours to own on video. Ace Ventura, when nature calls, now on video. Hey, we look good and passed out. I think we look silly. Hey, you guys are all dressed for Easter, huh? Pretty soon the Easter Bunny will bring me a basket full of you guys. You still believe in the Easter Bunny? Are you insane? I believe in talking candy, don't I? Oh, good point. The Disney Video Masterpiece Collection Trivia Challenge is at McDonald's. Look in this Sunday's paper for your insert. You could win one of 300 million prizes. Someone can win a million bucks. It's going to be magic. Meet the proud creators of New Post Waffle Crisp Cereal. No rocking chairs or bingo parlors for these gals. No, sir. Just look at them go. Ready? Harnessing years of good old American waffle know-how. To make sure every scrumptious bite of Waffle Crisp cereal tastes just like Grandma's homemade waffles and syrup. And how? Introducing Post Waffle Crisp, a brand new cereal with old-fashioned values. You'll love my Waffle Crisp. And now let's make that random call with today's $10,000 question. Who shot Alexander Hamilton in that famous duel? had a way with women. I love you. And his mama had a way with words. I did not raise you to be a gigolo. But he just wouldn't listen. You said you loved me. No, you, you canceled it. Until it was too late. <laughs> Martin Lawrence. I'm caught up in a real life fatal attraction. A thin line between love and hate. You can't hit a woman, but I can. I'm going my head, Rated R. Starts Wednesday, April 3rd. Wendy's new country French chicken tastes so delicious. Bonjour, Dave. Bonjour. It has everyone speaking French. Could it be Wendy's country French roll? Comment ça va, Dave? Bien. The Swiss, topped with Dave's tangy Dijon sauce. Bonjour, Dave. Bonjour. Or Wendy's whole breast filet. Merci. Whatever. It's a sandwich so delicious, only Dave could have made it. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Bonjour, mes amis. He's got to be stopped. Come try Wendy's new country French chicken. Jonathan Silverman, Andrew McCarthy, and America's favorite stiff are back. Whoa, Weekend at Bernie's 2, world broadcast premiere Tuesday. Working for TV's hottest black comedian is tough. It's the Wilson Lee Show. It ain't the Denise, Devon, Trent, Tom, and white guy whose name I don't know show. But someone's gotta do it. I wrote for Urkel for five years. I think I know a little about black people. Don't miss the most outrageous new comedy of the year. I wrote for Roseanne when she and Tom broke up. We had to pitch jokes to her while she was getting Tom's name sandblasted off her right butt cheek. Living Singles, Kim Cole's guest stars on The Show. A brand new episode next. The last lunar fireball was seen over 75 years ago. And after I see it tonight, I can die a happy man. 
gum gums lose flavor fast, leaving you looking for another piece. Too bad he wasn't chewing extra sugar-free gum. It's the one with delicious, refreshing flavor that really lasts. Another 75 years. Hey, people are living a lot longer these days. Extra lasts extra long. Imagine a satellite system that turned digital signals into vivid pictures and CD-quality sound. What would it look like? How big would it be? Oh, about 18 inches. The RCA Digital Satellite System. Customized programming and the power of digital technology. Now in a convenient take-home size. See the new RCA brand DSS system and save up to $100 by mail on select RCA products. They give a steal to everyone? I thought I was special, baby! Welcome to Fort Baxter. Let's go, campers! Wakey-wakey! Where the standards are low. I'm just so proud. The morale is high. We have rules and regulations. Are these yours? It is my understanding that you can no longer ask me these questions. And discipline... ...is a dirty word. Make the bad man stop. I'm telling you, he's a boob! Steve Martin is... Sergeant Bilko, rated PG. Starts Friday at theaters everywhere. Morning, fish. It's me, Bax and Jack, the motor man. Up and down, loading, baby. Techno trailblazer. The website. Commander of the communication nation. AT&T True Reach Savings saves you 25% on all types of U.S. calls, even faxes and modems on your AT&T phone bill when you spend $25 a month. I'm bi-coastal. Information San Francisco. I'm dope. Oof. Nice. Don't say Motor man. Savings on all kinds of calls. That's your true choice. AT&T. The night, Al's building a doghouse. Could you keep the noise down just a hair? Okay. Married with Children. A brand new episode. Then, get the new comedy Al Bundy calls a masterpiece. Who can do this? A future wife and or Tracy Lord. More fun than a monster truck rally. Just pretend like I'm not even here. You can't even see me. I'm like a fine mist. Yeah, nerve gas. Local Heroes, a brand new episode tonight after Married with Children. Hey, my research shows this is the best seat to catch a foul. This seat or yours? One foul ball right here. Come on, all I want is a ball. Right here, right here. Hit it here, I'll paint you. Really want a baseball? Come to Burger King for Cleveland Hometown Superstars photo balls with Carlos Bayerga, Kenny Lofton, Oral Hershiser, Albert Bell, and a team autographed ball. Collect all five, $2.99 each with any Whopper value meal. Finally! Cleveland Hometown Superstars Photo Balls at Burger King. On the Rue de Chaison, a minivan meets up with some adventurous souls. In a city by a bay, a Jaguar rendezvous with a resourceful accountant from Des Moines. We're in a simple business here at Budget Car and Truck Rental. It's about joining the right vehicles together with the right individuals all over the world. And when you see people as individuals, it makes a big difference in the way you treat them. Budget all the difference in the world. I come from the generation that always said, well, I'll be married, so I'll be taken care of. My goal in life was to be a beach bum. But at 50, I found myself alone, divorced. And I said, I'm going to open a ballet school. And it was wonderful. I took my money and invested it. I felt great. You know, it's a skill to manage life. Do you know, it scared the pajamas out of me. Want it hot? Look for the dot. The 
salt in the deep dish hits the spot. Say wow. Time to chow. Cheese so high, it's the ultimate pie. Get up to three toppings on a medium, just $8.99. Any second medium, only $4.99. So get it now, just tell us how. Domino's Ultimate Deep Dish Pizza. Wow. Now. For hot and wow, call Domino's. Sunday, statues weep, the sun pulses, and flowers fall from the sky. Are they miracles? See the astonishing video, then decide for yourself. My heart started racing, and I just said, wow, it looks like Jesus. Miracles and Visions, fact or fiction, a television event next Sunday. Watch your hands, watch your hands. What's your question for the Party of Five cast? Do you think that your show portrays a realistic view of society? I think Party of Five does take a realistic look at, at society and life, and I think that's what's engaging about it. The issues that we back. deal with are issues that these kids in this situation really Hi really guys, deal we're with. back from break. Everyone's talking about Party of Five. Catch the two hours. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Party of Five. I, I never this watched This was a huge Party show when I was a kid. Oh, I never Me watched it. Me and my it. sister watched Party of Five like... We would put foil on our antennas like it was like, oh, you keep your hand on the TV and it'll yeah, stay yeah. in. That was like how serious Party of Five was. That's yeah. why I was excited for Lost, because I'm like Party of Five guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say Jennifer Love Hewitt I had a little crush on her, I have to admit it. But she's oh, so yeah, she's great. like, yeah, she's great. She's, she's a so big crystal bad. person now. Oh, really? She's into crystals and like the, the healing power of love and shit like that. Yeah, I had a passenger last week who was talking about that. I had a good conversation with her for like an hour and a half. Hey, Bailey. Hello, Larry. (laughs) We're back. There it is. Officially for the second half. Yeah, got a big elephant right there. It was hot when I came in. What is that? Your mom, Crocious. Hey. Hey. Bada bing. Bada boom. We're going to go back to the TV. Yeah. So as you all, as you're all aware, we have a segment called "This Week in Television History." Yes, sir. And we go through kind of uh, this week what happened in television history. It doesn't leave. I mean, there yeah. you go. Spell that, and it could be any any year when you know. T- t- obviously, well, be I've been dipping into a lot of sports too because that's mainly on television. Yeah. So anything yep. that happened in sports this week. Usually, you can find something correlating that happened. In te- you can find the, the TV clip itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. To start us off here. Uh, 1981, Barbara Walters famously asked Catherine Hepburn, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? Do you remember that? No. <clears throat> That's so banal. See, I feel like that became a story late. Like that that kind of happened under the radar and then Barbara Walters got famous for being a moron and then they re-brought that up. I'm one time she was deemed like a heavy-hitting journalist. Barbara Walters was she is softballs aren't even the word, you know. W Kamal to W. Kamal Bell tells a story about he was on the uh, what was the show that Barbara Walters was on that morning show Whoopi Goldberg and Barbara Walters, uh, The View. The View. Yeah, he, he got, it was well. Yeah, she quit it because she couldn't handle these fucking broads. Whoopi Goldberg is talking back to me. I didn't retire for this. 
But like, uh, it was in the 2016 election. W. Kamau Bell was like, I don't know much, but uh, Donald Trump should not be the president. He was very quick. And she's personal friends with Trump. And she was literally, I guess, on the set, like just apoplectic. But Whoopi Goldberg was like thumbs up and smiling and giving him a thumbs up when he was doing that. You know, what in 2020? This is 2019 or 2016, 2016. Oh, so when Trump won. When Trump, yeah, when, when Trump was running, he was running. And they asked him about who, who should be president. He's like, well, I, I don't know. Because he was in the primary phase. Though. He's like, but, but Donald Trump shouldn't be the president. It, it would not be a good thing if he, he's the guy. And, How dare you? And, and, How <laughs> dare you, you mongrel? She just snaps on the fucking set. She remember her when... Oh, yes. You see, we worried about everything. So you don't have to. The 1996 Illumina. Is this... Oh, wait, hold on there. Yeah, this is the commercial still I still have played. it on. <laughs> I, I knew there was a disconnect here. For most of the 20th century, Catherine Hepburn has been a star. She is a, a theatrical veteran. Oh, Catherine Hepburn is one of the original, like... Bitch powerhouse stars. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think she's a pretty good person. I actually have a lot. I mean, not Joan Crawford. Her hair looks like a doll. In Hartford, Connecticut. Catherine she was born a glass porcelain doll. There was a surgeon and her mother, an early feminist. Here, let's go to the, the interview. Uh oh. Gotta go to the crow cam. Their dream for their eldest daughter, Catherine, was for her to become a doctor, not an actress. But straight out of Bryn Mawr College, Catherine Bryn Mawr. into the theater. Straight out of Compton. Oh, the Northeast was the intellectual, you know, it still is the intellectual backbone of the country. When she moved to Hollywood in 1932 and won her first Oscar only a year later. But after a short success, something went wrong. Most of her next films failed. Theater owners took out full-page ads declaring her, in their words, a drunk whore. Box <laughs> office poison, as they said. Man, this is too long of an intro. But I, I, I kind of, you know. You see, that I have common sense. Okay. That I have brains enough to know I'm a certain age. I'm this desire. Man, she really does sound like the Martin Short impression, huh? Oh, it's it's I'm amazing. I, I know. Walk and see. So, you know. I've had a remarkably long career. What of the future? But I, I certainly wasn't, uh, you know, Gable and... Uh, what are you doing tonight? What of the future? <laughs> what are you doing in 15 minutes? <laughs> uh, John Wayne. Big, big stars. They were. Big cock on that John Wayne. She started with John Wayne. I got <clears throat> off to a big pounding start and then... Oh, big pounding. I would say, no, I would say now I'm as strong as, uh, you know... Well, not physically. I yeah, mean, I can, still bar- have all I can barely open a door, for <laughs> they Christ's called it <laughs> Losing your marbles in 1981. Why the fuck would you ask me a question senile, like that? Going senile. That's what it was called back then. You're going senile. They think that I've done a lot of things that I really haven't done at all. They think I've done as I pleased. Well... I've done as I So that era, Barbara Walters, would you, would you throw one to Barbara? No. I don't know. Maybe she definitely know. looks better, that Barbara Walters. Wait till they go back to her. Is my common sense. Oh, shit. That was Barbara, for the big dramatic break. Barbara, interviews of a lifetime. The interviews of a lifetime. Oprah tapped into Barbara. Oprah thiefed the right the kind of aspects of Phil Donahue and of Barbara Walters and kind of melded it into something, you know, that was different, that was very Oprah, you know. 
But she's definitely influenced by this. There's no doubt about it. So in 1992, the finale of Night Court happened. Were you a fan of Night Court? Uh, to me, I thought Night Court always benefited from being sandwiched in between. I think the Cosby oh, Show. Did I have one? Uh, yeah. And well, L.A. Law. Anyplace else? Uh, no. Classic <laughs> Madden. The fire yeah. extinguisher is just eight ninety nine, and the Ames Green Sweeper lawn rake is only four eighty eight. Man, this is the place for me. Yes. Those commercials like represent my childhood. Yeah. Like yeah. those Ace com- hardware commercials were like those. My grandpa would be like, "Oh shit." We, we got a hammer on sale. We need a fucking rake. Yeah, you know, we need a circular saw. We never had those good fat plastic rakes. We always bought the metal ones with the big fucking flingy, like horror movie rakes. <laughs> oh, that strong rake? Like, yeah, the one you step on and, and it hits you like Sideshow no. Bob. I, I, no, it was like a flimsier version. Oh, uh, okay, okay. What is this, the Godfather? Robert Urich, Terry Gar, Susan Rutan, Tom Poston, and Alex Rock. <laughs> Look at this. This is like cast. The, the cast of fucking this Celebrity Fit Club. Amazing, man. I mean, they are throwing it against a wall, right? I mean, you can't take it seriously. lessons on how to impress a woman, but his tutor is Dan on an all-new Night Court. And you could win at least a million. We're getting into an episode of Night Court. Yeah, see, I, I, this Night is Corp, the end of Quantum Leap. It benefited. Night Court benefited from the Cosby Show opening up and Cheers early in its run. And then with like um, L.A. Law being the back end. It, it benefited from being on Thursday night. It, it was probably the weak link of that. I'll get rid of it. He played black guy that just sits there and eats lunch. <laughs> That's his character. That's like his character. Hi, guys. Hi, Harry. Hi, Harry. There we go. The man, the myth, the legend. Scraps of paper. Uh, Comedian magician Harry Anderson. Larroquette's actually kind of funny, I think. Oh, John Larroquette's the man. Yeah, he's kind of a... He's, he's a, the dad in Richie Hartman, Rich. Like, yeah, he's a, yeah, yeah, he's decent. I like Larroquette. You ever but, see Richie Rich from Macaulay Culkin plays I, a rich guy? I, I, I never... I Richie... Never. Rich. Rich. Yeah, no, I, I actually never did. Uh, isn't Walter Matthau? No, 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 that was Dennis the Menace. Sorry. The copycat movie to Richie Rich was Blank Check, <laughs> starring Paul Rodriguez and some white kid. <laughs> Where a, kid a kid gets a check, like he delivers some paper. He just del- he does a service for somebody. Yeah. And the guy gives him a blank check. Uh, and he writes in a million dollars on the check and cashes it because you know a blank check, it just they they didn't check it, it yeah, didn't. You just get it. You just get that. Money. Yeah. Boom. But it's just yeah. Night Court was yeah. This was like a Barney Barney Miller vibe. But this is like late eighties, early nineties New York. It had cleaned up a bit. It wasn't seventies New York anymore. You know, the bad anti-drug laws that Dude, this in. show was on at 2 in the morning when yeah. I was a kid. This, Barney Miller, yeah. and All in the Family were like back-to-back. That was the fucking night choke right there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely. I believe Up it, there man. with the insomniacs. Yeah, Robert, Richard Moe. Yeah, he was like a bit of a star. Maybe bookended with some Jeffersons on the Marshall other Warfield? side. Marshall Warfield? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. When the Jeffersons theme song came on as a kid, I used to dance around the living room. When I was like five years old, I wanted to dance because beans don't burn in the kitchen. What the fuck is going on? Oh, this is a commercial. Yeah. It's a Simpsons commercial. (laughs) The soon to be canceled Simpsons. Hey, they did 1.7 this week. Oh, they did? Yeah. Ooh, okay, okay. Jumping up there. They're not totally dead. You got to admit it, though. They're in that territory, aren't they? 
Yeah, but no, it, because viewership, it, it's all about the demographic, which yeah. I don't really take into account. People really like that 18 yeah. to 49 And they still have their religious fans, right? Their core fans. Oh, correct? yeah. Yeah, as well they should. I mean, I, God, I love it. The Simpsons, you have to understand, the Simpsons was like Nirvana or something. It just revolutionized it all. It showed a limitless world of possibilities. <laughs> what, was, the Simpsons? Yeah, it, it, it was completely a cutting-edge comedy. I loved it when it first came out. I mean, we, I, that, that is as big as like Be- Beavis and Butthead I was actually a huge fan of, too. I loved Beavis and Butthead in my mid-20s. I was heavily Oh, Beavis into, and Butthead was great. I was heavily into <clears throat> Beavis and Butthead. They used to, yeah. like, what I loved about Beavis and Butthead on the but There wouldn't have been Beavis and Butthead television. on television. Yeah. Uh, oh, totally, 100%. And then South Park was on the tail end of Beavis and Butthead. Absolutely, which was solid. Absolutely. Um, oh, it still is. Yeah. South Park's the shit. Is South Park still on? Oh, yeah. God, they still put new ep- I, I didn't even know that. They still do new episodes? Wow. Okay, I'm going to cut you off. So, yeah, yeah. in 1969, uh, they banned tobacco advertising in Canada uh, on television and radio. Um, oh, yeah. I, this is an era no. I don't. My dad remembers cigarette commercials. I, I don't. You don't? I, I remember uh, like smokeless tobacco, Copenhagen skull commercials, Earl Campbell doing like skull commercials. I got to go pay some touch. Let's look that up too after this, man. But, yeah. And we this is the last cigarette commercial in America. We Look at her fucking tucking down. <laughs> but it's also this weird, it like a doobie. It's in this weird, like first round, like first wave feminism critique. It's yeah, bizarre. there's suffer- these suffrage bitches right here. That's an. It's liberating to smoke cigarettes. Yeah, you, you can tell who they're tapping into. Is it the, the share market? This is the taste for today's woman. What is this? A fucking Virginia Slims commercial? God. Tailored slim for your hands. I mean, it's such a manipulative thing, too, about just like, hey, you know, just my Aunt Jerry smoked Virginia Slims. Hell yeah. The last commercial, the last fucking cigarette commercial was a Virginia Slims commercial. In Canada, absolutely. No, that was America. That was the last one in America. I just got the topic based on the 19th. That was 1971. It was also them. They did it two years before us. Tapping into that whole sense of like, oh, you old feminists, you know, I'm a liberated woman. I'm going to smoke in public. You know what I mean? Like it was a way of looking down on like that generation, you know, for the the news, the new second wave that were coming up, man. You know, because they were looking down second wave. They they were looking at the first wave feminists. You know who was leading that? Courtney Love. Yeah, well, that's your second wave feminist right there. (laughs) I don't know what there was. No, uh, all the isms and the all that crap died off by the nineties. It was kind of weird living in the detritus of that, working in that environment. Now this is feminism right here. Just being a woman. Well, and it's just you know, and then watching a Hallmark movie. (laughs) Oh yeah. You want to see if we got a, a new one on the other no, side I, there? No, I, I think <clears throat> no, I think it's we even bounced around. That forty eight hours was pretty intriguing too. That was a good one. Yeah. Do you want to decide on a movie while we watch like a back to back Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Um, that's uh, I never saw this actually. You never saw it. Was this the, the Hunt the for Red October? October? No, the Hunt for October. I saw. Yeah, absolutely. I saw this in the theater. 
is in this turn the button. Captain stacked out. Yeah. Is that uh, Sam Rockwell? Is this a submarine movie? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It, it's, Do you want to watch this? Clancy, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's not, it, it's dated. But I remember seeing, I saw this at the Chicago, I saw it at, God, what theater in Chicago was it again? It was the one in like the north, like the, God, where was it again? The one get, by the uh, uh, not McClurg McClurg Court was the new one. It, it was I can't remember the I can't remember the name of the it. The box was it a box? The music box? God, it wasn't the music box. It, it wasn't the biograph. It, it, it was actually a kind of they used to have hip movies there. I kind of know you know major releases would be done there, but it still was kind of old. I wouldn't mind that that uh, Rose Bowl game. Look at on. what's on Crow at ten. Oh yeah, well, we'll we will get canceled. No, we not for this version because it's on TV. We got canceled because it's. Let's catch. Let's just put Forrest Gump into Roadhouse on. (laughs) Okay, these are noble ones. It'll be our because I had to edit out the whole fucking thing. Like it'll be our Roadhouse Redemption episode. (laughs) So this week in TV history, what what, what do we got? What do we got? Um. So let's go down. 1990, uh, the Cowboy Channel on cable TV begins transmitting. Now, this one doesn't have a video, so it's good that I went to Forrest Gump. Yeah. Um, so Willie Nelson's yes. Cowboy Channel reflects niche seeking in cable television. Willie Nelson, scruffy king of country music, is carrying a business card these days. And some who cherish his outlaw image may cringe because it lists him as a corporate chairman of the board. He's heading up one of the latest entries in cable television's entertainment channel, Boom. His station is the Cowboy Channel. And yes, he really is the chairman of the television network. Chief Cook and Bottle Washer was how... Ne- oh, Jesus Christ. So yeah, he had a Cowboy Channel. What year was that? 1991. Wow. This is the article's 1990. I have no memory of that whatsoever. I mean, it was probably None. off immediately. Like None. many cable newcomers, newcomers, Nelson's channel probably won't appeal to everyone, and that's no mistake. Cable is narrowing its target. It was like a reverse of how it is now. They're like going out finding specific audiences for each channel. Yeah. Like it was the beginning of sci-fi. The Learning Channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it definitely spread out into something different. I remember being like, "Whoa, this is a proliferation." In court television for legal junkies offers live cover of noteworthy trials. The Golden American Network for viewers that weren't born yesterday features entertainment for an older audience. Yeah. The Sci-Fi Channel, Golden. the Comedy Channel will launch in November. Oh yeah, absolutely. And its new competitor, Ha. Three eighths uh, have a nonstop comedy channel. I think I told you that there was a, um, there were a couple of guys who made a bunch of money in the dot com boom uh, in Chicago. They were like close to billionaires, and they wanted to make a, uh, a a comedy network competition for Comedy Central, and they created a promo video. I knew someone who got involved with them, and and it went nowhere. That, that was one of the rays of hope. You thought like Chicago was going to have some sort of breakthrough, because it was going to be like. Uh, the, you know, it's gonna be a, a, Chicago, a comedy network based in Chicago, give an opportunity to performers. There were so many times there when you thought something was gonna break through and it just didn't happen. And you know, speaking something? of the cable channel you, boom, you gotta make it happen. Do you remember the early FX? No, dude, they used to have AL West baseball games. Do you know that millions of people are tuning into FX. 
The world's first living television network. It's real. It's a living television network. That's how they advertised it. Something and you flip it on, you're always going to be entertained. I take a shower and I come out and leave it on. I remember this being like like a different... TV was getting much more postmodern. Annie Gers. It's... Oh, so we have... uh, Someone wants us to say hi to someone. Hey, what's up? Hello. Uh, It's Annie Gers' birthday. Happy birthday, Annie. Sing it for her. Happy birthday (laughs) to you. Do you like a happy birthday? Do you get into it? No, I was. I got one actually. Have you ever? Do you hope for a round happy birthday so you could fucking mute it so you could say not like you could silently just uh, lip sync with every with everybody else singing? Oh, 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 that. Yeah, maybe that. No, I'm not that. Because to me, it's the singing. I'll mimic that I'm doing it. <laughs> but yeah, happy birthday. I, I had a happy, happy birthday, birthday sang Annie. to me at the alcove in the outdoor area. They sang happy birthday to me and, and the crowd got all into it at the alcove on my birthday this past year, which was a nice thing to do, but I was embarrassed. I, I had a good line. But Look how alive the FX network was. Absolutely. I mean, this is, you know, again, they're... I'm Jillian. John. Spencer. Phil. It's all MTV, like real world look. That was such a hot yeah. thing. It, it, it's all to look like that. This is like the first reality TV network. Yeah. We're on the road every day talking to people who really know about Russian science. I'm about to fuck both of these people. Or something that gets you up and going in the morning. So if you want to find out what's happening, when it's happening. As in live. Look for us. On the road every day with breakfast time. This guy wow. looks like you want to find out. You heard of none of these guys. I just like the idea that he's doing this. Going in the morning. So if you want to find out what's and then just an accident comes and just fucking <laughs> blind barrels <laughs> across. Happening when it's happening. As in live. Look for us. On the that guy is. Uh, he likes other men. <laughs> is that the bleach hair? But bleached hair yeah. was a very heterosexual thing to do in the nineties. Um, getting bleached tips—that was a kind of the cutting tips, edge thing. Well, the further down you went, the more you like punk rock. Yeah, I, I, I never. The first thing you have to do. I couldn't do that. Theater. Holy shit! Look at him. It's the American it's a, Funniest no, Home Video guy. There is this uh, sort of disbelief that, that really just cascades through your body, and then and then comes the caffeine. I still dress. The, I still dress this way. With the collared shirt and some fucking tucked in jeans. Yeah, yeah, I still dress that way. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You do people, you could do people's taxes though. It's riskier. I mean, it, 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 it's like going out on the tightrope with no net, but that's the joy of it. Because when it works, it's exhilarating. It's like someone just waxing about fucking being fucking an artist, man. Yeah, I know. Having taken the chance. Yeah, if man. we can encourage you God. to treat your life you know, as a performer, I just like shooting. The, you know, if we can encourage the audience to just—that's how you can. These promos are so easy. You just get in a room and you go. You know, if we can just encourage the audience to be as organic as the material <laughs> that is being portrayed to them, and you know, we'll just be the most righteous society. I know. I- Exactly across the board. Hey, can we pop on that? Uh, we had was it Forrest Gump? Let's pop it on. Oh yeah, I'm just going. I'm I'm going back and forth between the videos and look at you Lieutenant know. Dan's new legs. It's what they use on the space shuttle. Magic legs. Lieutenant Dad, Mag- space isn't real. The Earth is flat. Jenny, <laughs> I was told Forrest that. Gump would get caught into QAnon cons- conspiracies. 
<laughs> well, whenever I do like a Liberty, Jedi Liberty is at war. Whenever I rip, we are up, at war with Liberty. <laughs> Donald Trump is the president, Jedi. When, when I, <laughs> when I, uh, when I like rip on right wing people, the voice I get, I think it's of Forrest Gump. I think of hostile Forrest Gump, not innocent Forrest Gump. I think hostile Forrest and Gump. Greenbow, Alabama. And, when he's yelling, yeah, when he gets Jenny off the stage, and he yeah. beats the shit out of that guy. Yeah, yeah, it is. So my, my that's how is, Trump's getting in. Tom Hanks is going to become they've Manchurian candidate <laughs> Tom Hanks to become Forrest Gump in August. It is. Uh, yeah, he's putting that out. But here, here's my impression of the, the right wing. He's going to beat the shit out of Joe Biden. I, I, when I think of Trump supporters, here's a, here's the voice I have for them. Here's the voice I have for them. So, <laughs> abortion is wrong being homosexual is a choice <laughs> and that is wrong you should not do that like it, it, i think it was hostile hostile forrest gump you know you are nothing but a socialist why wouldn't you want to make as much money as you wanted to make uh, so I, that, that it's it's hostile hostile forrest gump that's what i do when i do right-wing voices Jedi, we're marching on Washington. You want to cancel Christmas. That is what you want to do. Hey, Forrest. Forrest, you can't say colored people I, I was in the theater watching this. People were weeping. Oh, I saw it in the theaters, too. I saw this in Power Rangers, the movie, in the same year. Did, did, did you cry at this scene? No, I wasn't a crier young. I cried at the end of E.T. and Home Alone, and that was it. Yep. Raining long enough for the... I used out. to beat off it, under the it, water. If E.T. was on right now, you get misty-eyed, wouldn't you? Sometimes in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Mama always said, Forrest, you are going to make a woman happy. You I are well to. endowed. I said, Mom, <laughs> <laughs> life is like a box of chocolate dicks. <laughs> so, so tight. So I used to. I am well endowed. Sometimes <laughs> when we was covered waist down in the water, I used to pull my pud under there in Vietnam. You know, Jenny, I have a large penis. Mama told me one day you're going to satisfy a woman, Jenny. I'm hung like a racehorse, Jenny. And then stop. This, by the way, I hope I will say they captured this. The late 70s, early 80s had this weird phenomenon where people were just running across the country. They did it. Uh, Terry Fox did it in Canada to raise awareness for cancer. It was like running was a big thing. You'd run from coast. People would run like from coast. Yeah, like, for honestly, charity. Yeah, no, no, no. But it was like the very beginnings of that. It was oh, also, yeah, that dude died. That one-legged guy did it across Canada. Canada Terry, he didn't Terry make Fox. it to the end. Yeah, he, he That documentary made Todd Massey cry. Well, I, I believe that, man. Because actually, that was a very big story. When I was... 12, that was a big story. I could believe that. I could. I honestly could because it was like. What it, did you think of Canada at the time besides hockey? Was oh, it, well, I, I, it was were people of, pissed that an American wasn't? Did it, did they chop an American? No, like, no, there we'll wasn't that. A, we'll give one of our guys cancer. Because you want to know across. why? It was a heartwarming story. It was about the human spirit. It worked. The Terry, the Terry Fox story. They did made-for-TV movies about that when those mattered. The Terry Fox story. You they know? made Ryan White go out there and, and run across said, America. Jenny, I don't know. Jenny, I'm well endowed. My mom always said, Forrest, one day you are going to make a woman very happy. I said, Mama. <laughs> I feel good about that impression. I do. It's good. <laughs> Forrest Gump well, is a good one. Yeah, you Forrest can Gump is like Trump. We're like, it's pretty across the board. But again, I think of Trump supporters being hostile Forrest Gump. If Forrest Gump was an asshole, 
You know, it, 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 there's a, it is really, I do not understand. It is political correctness that is actually the problem. That is, it's like, cancel culture, Jay. Cancel culture is really a bad thing. It is equivalent to people being murdered because of their skin color. I said I it. I said it with an A at the end, Jenny. <laughs> I learned the alphabet specifically to say it with the A at the end. Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> He's talking to the grave because she's dying of AIDS. Uh, he- people in my like Gen X folks, hip ones. I remember I said I kind of liked Forrest Gump and I got ju- so check on. this out. Pounced I didn't realize until years later that she had AIDS. That oh, was yeah. like a 60s thing. Wait, 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 no, it was the 80s. Or she got, 80s, yeah. Her life very much like, wait, 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 in, this is based on a book. It also seems sick. Yeah, I know. And the, the book they take, first of all, in the book, they call him retard a lot. Well, exactly. And, and also in the book. And he's way dumber. Yeah, and he's, he's, just, like, he's actually kind of like, like a, not a popular figure. He's, kind of, he's this idiot. Sort he of. doesn't do the run across America. And all that shit about him inventing all the cultural American yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, like, that's all made up. It's yeah. all made up for yeah, the movie. Yeah. He's supposed to be like a Mr. Magoo figure. Like, all this awful stuff is going on when he's an idiot and doesn't really do anything about it. It's supposed to be an idiot. He just like walks like through idiot. a building and it explodes behind like him. And Vietnam was going on. And I do not understand. Black said they wanted to vote. Why would they want that? Like, I guess he was a real. So they again, said I was surrendering on behalf of the United States of America. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I was just tugging my penis in front of because Mama told me in front of a North Vietnamese. She said, "He he calls him Vietnamese." <laughs> a v- are you Vietnamese? But I would go to Saigon and often participate in a spec. I'm he sorry. just goes on vacation like to Vietnam. <laughs> Yeah. I go to vacation to Vietnam and I wander around and I talk to people. Isn't that amazing? Now, now you that would be something you could do. Go and to at Vietnam one time, and wander it, around and talk it, to people. It was like yeah. it was a mortal enemy. You go mortal to Cambodia. Enemy. Chris Damon goes to Cambodia all the time. Yeah, I, I went to Loves it. Cambodia. I went, I've never been. Now, how many times has he been? I think a couple. Yeah, no, two. I, I've heard good things about her. It's actually kind of a cool place. Like it's actually, a, you know, I feel like Cambodia is the kind of place where, regardless of what kind of plane you're taking, the second you cross Cambodian airspace, mm-hmm. it becomes a cargo plane from <laughs> fucking Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna jump out here. Yeah, you know, they have, they have commercial flights in there. I, I'm sure the dollar goes a far distance there. You know. Yeah. I, I give Damon credit. I, I, he travels. You know, I give him credit. He'll do that stuff. You know. Chris Dame, yeah, he saves up money for it. He's the, he's a responsible person. Yep, exactly. No, without a doubt. But no, uh, we, we were saying, though, about uh, this week in TV history. Was yeah. There a, uh, was there another well, thing? Well, yeah, happened? we got a bunch more. Yeah. Uh, 2002, The Wire debuted. Well, as you know, that is... Let's see. This that, is... That, I, of all the pandemic things I did watching on TV, that and then early in the pandemic, the Miss America show where... Uh, Kate Blanchett played Phyllis Schlafly. I actually thought it was a really good show. I really related it. Those are the two. You related to that? Yeah, I did because of my mom. Because well, you were around in that time. Well, because my mom was the president of, of her now chapter. So I went to ERA. I yes think you rallies. also weren't. <clears throat> weren't 10, you, weren't you kind old. of wrestling? Because uh, I think my, the current generation kind of shits on both of those women now. Well, Phyllis Schlafly was a fucking cunt. Yeah, but the she other was lady was kind of. Uh, well, who, who who was the fucking other broad in in that movie? Well, no, the, the, I mean it, it was always historical figures at that time of like and in the feminist when Betty Friedan was in it. Wrote what the was the name speak. of it? It was called Miss America, and, and then also it was um, it was uh, Gloria Steinem was part of that. You know, Shirley Chisholm was part of that. I mean, I thought it was kind of an interesting sort of. 
I don't know. I, I just thought it was a well done like ten part series. You know, and how oh, the I know ERA what it was. Lost. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out this character. We've yeah. talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, well, Phil we went on a rant about because you were like you third way. <laughs> Uh, the lady who played uh, Alice McRae. Isn't that, isn't that uh, Sarah Paulson? Yeah. Well, that, that was an amalgamation character. That yeah, actually wasn't a real character. She but was that's a- what we were, because there was a bunch of women who like just the idea that there was like women who sided with it, but for like, they were like voting against their own interests type of thing. Well, I mean, well, no, I mean, th- there was, there was, it just showed the split with women and there was a lot of very conservative women who, that the whole thing. Yeah, they didn't want to, they didn't want to go to college. Well, well, they didn't want the whole draft. That was Look the big that. thing. That was the big thing. They said the draft. Jedi you're, still inside there. You're going to be drafted if this passes and you're going to have to fight in combat. That was a big scare tactic that was used to stop. Hell the yeah. ERA and then GI Jane came out. Now you got you know, these women like, shaving their God. head at the, at the drop of war. But, but it's just like, and they use that fear card just because. They still bought into the fucking patriarchal. Their economic existence was tethered to men still. So it was like that was really the undercurrent of the balance. This is also how like an intelligent thinker you are, because you had this you watched the show, had this debate with yourself and me and her watched 17 seasons of Grey's Anatomy and made fun of it (laughs) for the whole pandemic. (laughs) Didn't I didn't talk about feminism once. Yeah, it it was. I thought that was a pretty good show because I think I think it was. Tried to be kind of even-handed in a sense. It didn't just portray. I mean, Phyllis Schlafly. Here, let me annoy you. Just her, to, I mean, again, I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up Miss America criticism and yeah. see what some of these fucking third wave fucking cucks. Said. Well, it wasn't diverse enough. No, Listen, no, 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 women, no, 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 no. It won't be that. Did you know my, my my mom? They were dealing with their fathers were in the Second World War. These were hardened, murderous men. You know that that's who raised them. They were these intimidating, horrific figures for a lot of them. And so there was a, a a need for the feminine to actually come back into play. You know, it's like this is a good thing. You know, it's like this <clears throat> this is something that's necessary for our species to actually f- treating women okay and so having this them is just be acknowledged be, as people. The Wire know? is great. Jesus. Uh, who died in 1982? Uh, Paul Lind. <laughs> Time frame, yeah. What time time frame does Forrest Gump start in? Right, Bailey's confused. I always thought Forrest Gump was the sixties. Uh, well, it started in the fifties. Started in the fifties, went through the sixties, and then ended in the early eighties. Yeah, yeah, and then it, it did because uh, it was the Elvis scene when Elvis there's is this dancing. Little, there's this little boy named Ryan White, <laughs> and he has he's a hemophiliac, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, I don't understand. So here, Mama in, said, "Here's night, your and, destiny." Yeah, here was this article someone to wrote. Be long. The, here's this article someone wrote in the L.A. Times: Why Miss America is bad for American women. Uh oh! It was written by Gloria Steinem and Eleanor Smeal. Oh, interesting. What the Emmy-nominated miniseries gets wrong about feminism past and present. Uh, I mean... <laughs> this is written by Gloria Steinem, Crow. You can't shit on it too hard. Oh, I, well, we'll see. I'll be curious to see what this is. Well, it's a big article. I don't want to fucking... Yeah, well, thank you for letting me know, but I'll read about it. Because I... You know, of course, Hollywood can tell any story regardless of history, but this one is being presented as fact and has a right blah, 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 blah. Whatever. 
Gloria Steinem doesn't like it. It depends. Seem uh, the, the plot of Miss America. Well. The plot of Miss America seems to depend on a trivialization of women of all races. Would a national legislative failure of the civil rights movement be attributed to a rivalry between followers of Martin Luther King Jr. and followers of Malcolm X? So I think they're complaining that the movie made it too much about like these women were fighting against these women and it was more complex than that that like i mean that yeah that that was a plot line <clears throat> that i think is often put out and you know women are against you and they're divided and not unified who the fuck is unified oh jenny died in 1982 yeah. bailey's on it dude look at this yeah. guy jenny <laughs> Hey, J- hey, Bailey, you see this spoon guy in here? You see this, the spoon guy who fucking wanted a birthday shout out? So, yeah, with... Uh, That's a porn bot that wanted that birthday <laughs> shout out. We're, we're infected now. So, yeah, the Miss America thing. I mean, yeah, I, yeah that was like a plot line. You know, let, let, let's be honest. This is a television show. It's not going to be oh, 100% yeah. accurate. It, it's, it's done for entertainment purposes, too. You can learn some things from it. You shouldn't just base your sort of experience. Oh, Crow, I oh, feel because you. Because I saw this. I feel you. Know, you. It, it is like you, you got to read your own things and have your own opinions and points of view. But I thought it was a def- decent kind of a, I don't know, depiction of kind of the passage of time. In the early Here, 70s, we'll the in the early 70s, I mean, they thought the ERA was going to pass. Like, that was just like, no, it's a foregone the, the conclusion. The earned run average? Uh, it was going to pass. Here, we'll cleanse the palate. There were plenty, there were plenty of, uh, of, of Republican, uh, you know, of supporters of the ERA. Plenty. Yeah. You think the job is going to save you? Chain of command, detective. That's all I got from the deputy today. Why, you got something on you? Look how this is a DVD trailer, and it looks so stone age. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? This is, this just reminds me of playing Madden 2007. <laughs> fucking cutting up weed on a PlayStation 2 video it's, game Because case. the show, I think, is aged pretty well. If you watch it, it's yeah, aged no, pretty it well, you know? Yeah, those trailers were ridiculous. <laughs> they were great. But yeah, I just thought that with the... Uh, you know, I mean, I, again, it was going to pass. And then, to me, what's interesting about it is the fact is when the ERA the didn't, didn't pass, the ERA didn't pass. That was the real like the conservative <clears throat> movement was very emboldened by that. And it was very much a reaction to this feminism thing. OK, you got some black rights through this feminism thing. No. Oh, also something you know, about this movie. Like, the life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah. That's not the line. Dave Mandela affected that. It's something else. Well, let me look it up real quick. They went back and said that? like, and, and No, the Mandela effect is something that you hear, something that you've always thought was true but isn't. They call it the Mandela effect because a lot of people always say, like, yeah, I remember when they released him on TV. And, like, yeah. that never happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that did never happen. But but I think he said, Mama said, life is like a box, box of chocolates, you know? No, wait, let me... Sh- Come let me- on, that line is there. Crow, I'm talking about something real. I'm not... It's it's not what you think it is, though. Just like the Monopoly man doesn't have the eye Eye monocle? It, he doesn't have it. That's in your head. Interesting. Uh, Th- that's how Americans were portrayed. How do you think Looney Tunes press? is spelt? L-O-O-N-E-Y? No, Tunes. The Tunes in Looney Tunes. Isn't it T-O-O-N-E-S? T-U-N-E-S. It's T-U-N-E-S? Yeah. You sure about that? Yep. Okay, we'll see. No, let's look up the Mandela effects. <laughs> Do you not know about the Mandela effect, Crow? I, 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 I'm sure it exists, of course. Here we go. <laughs> 40 Mandela effect examples. Uh, um... God damn it, I hate when articles fucking do this photo gallery bullshit. Uh, yeah, Nelson Mandela's death. That's the real reason. 
that was never on film. Or no, anything. here, yeah. let me, let me, uh, his death is, so the Nelson Mandela, who this theory is named after died in 2013. However, countless people distinctly remember him dying in prison in the 1980s. But no, this he didn't death die in the prison. That's the prison. point of this fucking effect, yeah. Crow. You can't get angry about this. No, but the point is, I remember things correctly. Like like, like Columbo was in 1983, <laughs> not 1991. It's Jiff, not Jiffy. People swear there was a Jiffy peanut butter back in the day, but we speculate they're combining Jiff with the competitor Skippy. Uh, That's not true. What? There was a Jiffy. No, there wasn't. No, yes, there was. No, there wasn't. Yes, there was. No, there wasn't. What, what, why? Because it's on the internet? No. Let me look it up. <laughs> there probably wasn't. <laughs> you can't get mad about this. This this article is about, for sure, things that aren't real, that people okay. think are okay, real. Okay, okay. Let's hear this what isn't millennial no, let's, anything. Listen, don't go on that path. That's, just, That's where you were going. Let's just hear what, uh, what else is in there. That's why these are fun because they're they're things that you definitely think were real. Uh, yeah, Looney Tunes was not T O O N; it's T U N E S. Yeah. Uh, the Berenstein Bears. Uh, I don't even know what that is. It's two. It's like family of bears, but everybody thinks it's Berenstein and it's Berenstain. I, I have no recollection. All right. Uh, Curious George doesn't have a tail. Oh, that well, that I always know. Yeah, uh, it's sex and uh, a lot of people say sex and the city uh, or wait. Oh, yeah, because people say sex in the city and not sex and the city. It's and yeah, it's, a, and, yeah, it's yeah. A, that, that different symbol. Yeah. Uh, Febreze, you might use the stuff every day, but to be honest, you thought it was Febreze, uh, didn't you? What the fuck? Oh, fe- what free breeze? Isn't it? F- is it? Is it free? Is it F-R-E-E? no? It's F E B. Oh, they don't R E Z E. Okay, interesting. It's Febreze. I don't hmm. think there is no e. There's no long e. It's like Febreze. Hmm. Interesting. It's been turned into that. Uh, there's one for Oscar Mayer. What's one up? of the most confounding of all. There is an A in Mayer. Uh, honest to goodness, we thought it was M E Y E R. Oh no, I always knew it was A. I knew that was A because I, I lived in a, in Wisconsin. It's Where it based smelled like hot dogs all day. Was <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a Madison-based uh, company? That one's it's not Oscar that Mayer. fun. Oh, here's the Fruit Loop one. Kellogg has been spelling fruit like that for years, so it's F R O O T Fruit Loops. There's no you it's confuse not that one with the Looney Tunes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> You do that. You Dude, know. you know how many fist fights this list has probably start? Uh King Henry uh the ninth turkey leg. For some reason people distinctly remember this portrait showing the King of England wielding a turkey leg. To be clear, he was not. <laughs> uh the Monopoly man and his monocle. Or moreover that he or that he doesn't have one. Interesting. I didn't this, know that. as some suggest, might be a simple confusion between him and the planter's peanut uh yeah, guy. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> that one you won't get there's pikachu's uh there's a hyphen in kit kat there or there isn't one uh if you've ever or if you've just had an existential crisis about the fact that there's no hyphen between kit and cat know that you're not alone (laughs) uh fruit of the loom logo it used to have a cornucopia of fruit behind it right right nope interesting yeah it didn't no well it was just to just say the it's name it's just a it's just a bunch of fruit there's no basket behind oh it. oh yeah 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 yeah. you know exactly it's just exactly fruit. yes yeah exactly yeah i never thought that there was a basket cheese it or cheese it's 
Oh yeah, it, it, it is. It's it's the it's the. There's uh, no Z. It's just cheese it. Yeah, exactly. Because it's the company. Yeah, you put you put the Z's together. Some people think it's that way. Exactly. Uh, double stuff Oreos only has one F. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, the Mona Lisa smiling. Yeah. There's no. She's not. She ain't smiling. I've seen the Mona Lisa. The real one. Yep. Hey, oh, C three PO has a silver leg. Even the biggest Star Wars fan and Halloween costume sites get it wrong. The robot isn't all gold. He has one silver piece on his right leg. Because he's been put together. It's part of the lived-in space, man. The Flintstones has two T's because it's Flintstones. Fucking shirt. Oh, yeah, here it is. Life is like a box of chocolates is not what Forrest Gump actually said. If you listen closely, life was like a box of chocolates. We're uh, we're oh. regretting all of those Instagram captions right now. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it's not that big of a difference. Uh, mirror, mirror on the wall. That wasn't the line in Snow White either. In fact, the queen says magic mirror on the wall. Yep, our childhood has been ruined too. God, I remember taking the, the Snow White <clears throat> ride in, in Disney World and actually liking it when I was 11. It was fun. It was kind of scary. Oh, that's another slight one in Star Wars. He never actually says, "Luke, I am your father." He says it, but he says a whole thing, and then he says, "I am your father." father. Yeah. <clears throat> but he never actually goes that because everybody one never told you because everyone goes, "Luke, I am your." <laughs> like everyone uses that as the quote, <laughs> but that's them quoting Tommy Boy because I, Tommy Boy does that. I can't tell you when that was when I was in the theater and saw it opening night when I was eleven years old. You know, I literally I, I, that was like a mind blowing dramatic event. I, I had a hard time processing. Ooh, here that. we go. That was a moment. It's a moment in my life. Hello, Clarice from uh, Silence of the Lambs. We don't know what's scarier. The fact that we re- remember Hannibal Lecter saying hello, Clarice, or in reality, what he says is good morning, Clarice. Well, at the end when it when, when no was, just when he first greets her the hello oh, clarice oh, oh, he doesn't say that he says good morning oh that, that's actually a very interesting scene i, I saw that scene again just watch it oh recently. here we go oh and your favorite song the man the mandela effect is here to ruin that too we all think of freddie mercury as belting out of the world at the end of we are the champions but it never happened wow it's just something the crowd yeah, do yeah yeah interesting that, that, that I've fallen for. Some of it I, I knew. Some of it I didn't. Uh, Mr. Rogers' theme song. You might think it starts with uh, the lyric, It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, especially with the upcoming Tom Hanks film. Uh, but even the movie gets it wrong. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a small but mighty blow to our memories. Yeah. The number of states, there's only 50, but some people say there's 51 or 52. God, well, that, that's your... Here's job. one that... Gets people into fights my age. Yeah. A lot of people think that Sinbad was in a movie called Shazam in the 90s. Oh. Sinbad has even gotten it like in arguments with people. It never existed. <laughs> They're confusing That's Kazam bizarre. with Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God. That's amazing. There's people that have even like, no, I remember the video. Like, I heard that's a movie. <laughs> he was in Jingle All the Way. And then thir- Smokey Bear. Yep, that's his name. Contrary to popular belief, it isn't Smokey the Bear. Yeah, it's Smokey Bear. Exactly. Neil Armstrong's death. Oddly enough, people had no recollection of the arrow uh, of the astronaut's death. Many fans apparently forgot or didn't notice the news in 2012. Billy Graham dying. Mother Teresa. Her canonization, whatever. Uh, the Challenger explosion. 
What do they say about that? What do they say? Oh, just people thought it happened in a different year. No, it happened in '86. It was a Jan- It was a day after the Super Bowl when the Bears won. Again, another thing th- that was a damper on the Bears Super Bowl, and then the Trump election was a damper on the Cubs winning the World Series. So, so Bailey, this is Roadhouse Redemption (laughs) right here while we're going through this week in TV history because this is the no-titty legal version with commercials paid for. Paid for. (laughs) This is Swayze just scanning out this real rough bar. Just Is this the fucking kick drop or whatever the fuck the bar is called? uh, The The, the double deuce, maybe? The the double The double door? I don't know. The life is like a box of chocolates. I don't see that hair is just not attractive. Oh, to me. if I would have seen this movie in 89 in the theater, which I never saw just the, the onion tuned up, was, you'd have been tuned up I, hard. I would. Oh, I would. I would have had a bone the size of Manhattan. You know, I would have been, she would have been sexy, but I know she would have been kind of cheap. <laughs> what else? So Larry King debuted in 1985. Larry King live that, you know, that show went every day, like five days a week for fucking till 2015 or something he, he, like that he couldn't have been a more softball question asker for for famous people. do you want to see most... him interview frank zappa yeah let's pop that on yeah see what he has so we have musician frank zappa oh, it's young larry the, too. the mothers of invention and he's coming he, you know cause... he didn't get the band right <laughs> yeah. frank zappa from some newfangled <laughs> fucking band mash our next guest we don't have really enough time to spend with him we will listen to that cigarette voice television and radio for the formidable rock musician publisher composer father of future stars frank two packs zappa. a day he did smoke two packs a day oh, right probably lucky voice. strikes those oh, are yeah. that's an unfiltered voice right oh, there yeah, absolutely you know, hopscotch all over the board we'll touch some current there there he's got softball questions because i firmly believe he got into the radio business based on his cigarette voice oh yeah he, they, yeah. They, he got behind a microphone and they were like that sounds like radio yeah absolutely. but i don't know what the fuck i'm doing you know, hey, well, let's you just scream where they're from here's the, it's the warning yep. well can i read it or would you read it or all right it says can i read it in communist language like it's written in neither fear nor suspress in some socially retarded areas religious fanatics and ultra conservative political organizations violate your first amendment rights by attempting to censor rock and roll albums We've he looks like he's putting a spell on larry king <laughs> as an alternative to these gov- yeah, the, 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 that's that's the language Zappa can't. Zappa was a total like he wanted to stick it in the face of the Christian right, which I give him credit for. I put a spell on you. He, he detested the Christian right, which I I respect him for. Who Zappa? Zappa. He had a song called "Jesus Thinks You're a Jerk," <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Business. This guarantee is as real as the Frank Zappa hasn't said a word, and he's got a presence to him. Absolutely. <clears throat> he looks. He's definitely pissing his pants on purpose. Uh, he's. Uh, he, he was totally stone sober. He Never seemed partied. like Iggy Pop. Light. Uh, he, I know people who uh, like certain boomers, like le- second half boomers. He's like a very respected musician, uh, very political, very sort of uh, an alternative sort of guy. He was but very political. And these encroachments are taking place how? Well, they take place. Every well, they're gay, Larry. The Reagan administration has taken power. I believe he must owe an awful lot to the group. Of We're going to get into Reagan a lot later. We got AIDS shit coming yeah, up later on. Business yeah. with. Because they're talking about rock music and lyrics and what's on records and what. What you're saying. doing is against the law. You owe somebody 10 cents. <laughs> Fundamentalist theory, let's call it, in American politics is, I think, beyond the limit of what the government should tolerate. 
terms of church meddling. After all, these people pay no taxes. They're getting a free ride. I give him credit, man. He's taking on the Christian. He's taking on the, you know what I mean? Like, he's taking him on. I give him credit. Would you you say that he would get into more trouble now or then for saying stuff like that? Like, did Zappa get punishment for saying this? Uh, He was deemed the the, the voice of the music industry. So not really, actually. I, I think he was, I mean... I'm sure there are elements that didn't like him, you know, uh, but I, you know, he was a pretty established musician, with their point but he was very much a articulate guy. He was stone sober. He never partied. He was like, a, a, oh, he's a, probably a, annoying, you know, so, but so he wasn't a complete idiot though. You know what I mean? Like his brain wasn't fried, you know, so he was, he's a weird guy kind of, you know, but uh good musician. Yeah. He named his kid Dweezil. I know people who, uh, I saw his uh, Zappa on Zappa, the name of the band, which was his kid Dweezil played Zappa music. I, I got to be honest. With you, I, I didn't. It doesn't hit me. I got, I got a cousin who's a huge. Oh, Bailey, Zappa we fan. got AIDS. Bailey says he likes when you talk about the like before his time, like the eighties and shit. Of course, seventies and eighties. Because it's it's you know <clears throat> you cannot understand your context until you got to put it in the, in, in the time right before you. Everything. I'm a big believer in cause and effect. You have to know like the immediate dates. What was kind of happening right before something happened? Why was this decision made? This is what happens on the show. Larry sends me TikToks during the show. <laughs> oh, look at that! It's a a naked cat that's ugly it's a naked so cat. tell me about this frank like a b they have for drugs and alcohol they have a d slash a all right then we all know the- it was such simple times like it was such simple things to get upset about their satanic imagery like now they're legitimately talking about like bottle strangling women yeah yeah well, fucking like rap lyrics are hardcore yeah yeah listen to me i sound like tipper gore no man no 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 i, I hear you but still, it, 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 it was. No. But it's very much the strategy. I mean, this is the cultural war angle that the that the right has always played. Here are the issues we can score points with. Here is where the distraction can happen, and they always do that, and that's always been part of their playbook. So they go to these same kind of similar things and see what sticks. You know. Well, let's. And if one thing sticks, it's a success. Let's go right to this then. So here we go. So that, that was Frank Zappa <clears throat> on Larry King, heavy hitting. You know, but this one. So in 1987, Nightline did a town hall, its first town hall meeting. It went till 3:47 a.m. Wow! And it was about AIDS. It's yeah. four hours and two minutes. Yeah, I mean, this was again. It, it it was the wet blanket to the sexual revolution, man. People were fucking before this, and, and more. And they were fu- look at Fauci. Right <laughs> look, look at young, young Fauci. Fauci. Because yeah, because he was very much like these the, the doctors now. The AIDS thing was very much where they earned a lot of their. Uh, I still have Larry King going. I have to yeah, yeah, scroll yeah, up. Exactly. Oh my God! There's so much. If you're on acid right now, I apologize. <laughs> Stay roughly on the same subject. We got to go back to how young Fauci looks. As, as logically as we can as we go through the evening. Go ahead, sir. If you, I wonder what he said. Let's hear what Fauci had to say. You don't have just. There is a uh, a percentage of individuals over a period of time who will go on to develop the look at that uh, syndrome. Tipper Paisel, James called me. Who have just arc, in fact, however, and this is not generally appreciated, can be sick enough that they can die from just arc. R can be a very serious syndrome. What is the score of the Mets game? <laughs> I heard Dwight Gooden was taking the bump today. You know, Gary Carter is a good catcher. Exactly. The, the defending the championship. Yeah, it's a huge fucking TV. Look how many people are there to talk about AIDS. Oh, dude, this was... I mean, people just didn't know. This is the year of my birth. What is that, fucking David Hasselhoff? I mean... 
Yeah. Why is it that a person has to have a death sentence knowing when he's going to die before he can qualify uh, for Medi-Cal? Homophobia was oh, so alive and well. I mean, then. dog, I saw that sweater and I was just like, oh, we got ourselves a... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but the homophobia was so fucking real. It was so real. God, it was so... ACT UP was a real organization. Dude, Ted Koppel did four hours on this. We're going to go to a, a... Look at this. Setting up the best program in the country. And, uh, Paul- Dude, they just didn't know. It's so like... AIDS was the COVID of its time, but it oh, killed oh, more absolutely. people. But it killed more people. No, no, no. Actually, COVID killed more. Well, I mean, I guess in the long in run. In the AIDS long run, yeah. More, yeah. But, but, but like at the time, people time were like, we're going we're gonna to need to shut down. Like, you can't and, leave the house. And the sexual well, the sexual nature of it was played up a lot. This completely was a wet blanket I'm on weed for too, the Bailey. sexual revolution. I I'm telling edible. you, it, just, it, it was a wet blanket for the sexual revolution. It, it didn't affect just gay people. It affected straight sex, too. That scene in, in Naked Gun, when when when, when Leslie, Leslie Nielsen has sex with, uh, uh, what's her name? Not cat, but, uh, but Priscilla Press. And they're like, I practice safe sex, and they both are wearing a body condom. When I saw that in the theater, that got uproarious laughter. That got uproarious laughter. You know, got uproarious laughter when they were wearing the full body condom. Oh that yeah. Really meant, oh, it's that's what sex is like. Well, now. that's like that. Uh, basically, you fuck with the condom. Oh, yeah, people thought you could get AIDS from a toilet. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, listen, it wasn't that. And dumb. then after it, the it, Ryan it White, just, and then yeah. after Ryan White, when he didn't get it from sex, I'm sure that freaked people out hard. Well, well I mean, he was off. It was put out too as being like, okay, not this everyone who has AIDS. Plugged yeah, in the ass. no, no. This is he's a human feeling. But then Magic Johnson. That's when it be, it matured. It became a a different narrative at that point. It became a different narrative. But the, but in the eighties, bunch of fear. And again, the sexual nature of it was just the real. That was the real dude wet blanket. Netherlands is one country where euthanasia He's is like, permitted. I want to go home for Christ's sake. Netherlands is one country for dying AIDS victims. A couple was a Oh, let's watch this. You want to watch the whole report? Because, I, 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 well, I, I like Amsterdam. It's kind of a cool city. <laughs> it looks cool. Man. I really like it. I've been there three times. I love it. Oh, that's your Cambodia. I, I, I just, I don't know. It's just very manageable. Stanley. In Amsterdam this weekend, the living remembered the dead. That's a bore, yeah. I mean, the whole AIDS quilt, it's like there was, there was definitely an activism around. I mean, it, it was a... Devastating thing in the gay community. It was a. I love how they say it went four hours. Like people, like they clearly had programming planned for it. They forced it to be like you made it four hours. Yeah, it's not like I think I remember watching some of this. Well, yeah, it was until four in the morning. You had to. I mean, what what month was it? What day is this? Is this week? This is this. This would have been like early. Yeah, yeah. I would have been just graduated from high school. So like really caring, but not caring. Time. I just don't want my son to bump no. into any of them. Yeah, but we're going through it again. We went through it right after the Christmas holidays, and it's starting again. There's a new AIDS wave. I don't know oh. what it's coming from. If they fuck on Christmas, I don't get it. It's, it. man, it, again, it was a wet blank. That scene in, 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 in that horrible Reality Bites movie when, like, Janine Garofalo. I, I liked my get, sister loves Reality I, Bites, I, I, by I had to get way. her AIDS test. That was, like, a dramatic scene of my generation. Getting your AIDS test was like, oh, fuck, man, because you've been sexually active and it's kind of out there. So something could be happening. My God. So this is later on in the year. Uh, Just the fucking. Well, yeah, this was. Yep. He's a cardiovascular surgeon. Well, why should he be talking about AIDS? I'm just wondering. Oh, I don't know. 
I've had uh, knives uh, fall off the operative field, stick in my foot. When it comes, to I don't know. They just got me to talk about this. I don't know. They want me to talk about what? <laughs> why, AIDS? Why can't I smoke in the operation room? What's this about non-smoking? They want me to talk about AIDS? No, I ain't gay. <laughs> I began turning down patients like that about a year and a half ago. Oh, he's turning down AIDS patients. This guy's not good. Those who need their care will. I mean, yeah, there was a. I mean, Here we listen. Go. Virus who developed endocarditis, and I refused to operate on those. Now, I have not been faced with an ordinary patient who was uh, recommended to have elective heart surgery, such as coronary bypass surgery. Now, these ordinary. When the ordinaries come in, I'll wow. do it. Wow. Wow. But the non ordinaries, they're gay and fat. The, the, this wouldn't fly. Look at Brit Hume. I'm going to be a future. When were condoms invented? When were condoms invented? Well, they were around for a long time, but it was like, if you wore a condom. You literally had to skin a sheep and fucking (laughs) reverse that bitch. That scene in, in, uh, and what was the mic? Austin Powers when he when he's like, oh, you got to wear a condom. Sailors wear condoms. Like it was like in the sixties or seventies, you didn't wear a condom because the pill liberated everyone. So you you didn't have that many STDs, you know. Yeah. Look at the old tubby started a little trouble. She's watching it all. You know, what are you gonna do? You gonna clean it up here, Dalton? You gonna take care of things? Fucking are you and your hairstylist? <laughs> I gotta be honest. When were condoms invented? Oh, I think they were around like in the, you know, probably the 19th century or something. You know, I mean, it's but, you, I mean, you didn't wear them in vogue until like the 80s. 1839, inventor Charles Goodyear discovered rubber vulcanization, <laughs> the technology which led to the creation of the first rubber condoms in 1855. Given that they were the thickness of a bicycle inner tube and <laughs> had to be custom fitted, they were more than a little cumbersome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hate condoms. There's what I don't you like. You can't even feel anything, man. Well, it, it, it isn't even so much that, but it's just Bailey. You like rubbers or what? It, it's the moment when you, you're in the peak, you're in the heat of passion, and then you got to stop and put a look condom at Terry on. Funk. <laughs> He's good in this. Oh, later. Like these right. women, I would have been into. No Hell doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. This cow looking bitch right here. Well, the, I mean, I would have really been into them. I would have been like, wow, these are like good looking women from the late 80s. Yeah. And I would have been all depressed because I was a virgin still in 89. Virgin dog millionaire. I lost it that year. <laughs> so let's go through. Got the nightline. George Goebel's show last aired in 1960. The Milton Berle show last aired in 1956. Milton Berle. You want to see Milton Berle do a fucking sure, monologue? Uncle Milty. He had a big old dick, right? Didn't I guess he, he steal was material from like every comic? I don't. Th- I think he. I don't know. That's a good question. I really don't know. I guess he was a real. Uh, he was a real jerk. I think he also had some uh, sexual identity issues. They were all gay. That was. You know. Look, we're gonna play Milton Berle and get a copyright for every comedian at that time because he stole all their material. <laughs> I'd like you to sit back and like you folks that are watching your show. We want you to imagine that you're in your local neighborhood vaudeville theater. Because tonight we are vaudeville theater. Vaudeville theater. Two great great vaudevillians who are celebrating their 35th anniversary in show business. Oh, that's my mother right there. There she. You see in the crowd. Look at this. Oh. 
I mean, this is such a classic old school. Act. In 19, Second City still does this. This in this era, there were seven people doing comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like the the panel of the Dean Martin roast. Oh, I know. That was comedy for yeah, twenty years. Absolutely. You threw absolutely. Ruth Buzzy in there. Yeah. Foster Brooks would wander in and pretend <laughs> to be drunk and be Ken Witzkull. Yeah, absolutely, man. The golden era would have been the I think. Hell the yeah, Bailey wraps up, dude. Bailey wraps it up right there. Congrats. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of rap. Tell your man. girl to get an IUD. I, you could fucking dip, dip, fucking. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that was a point of contention. But uh, <laughs> child labor laws coming into play right here. That was a big 50s, 60s thing when you break, you fucking laugh because you can't stand how fucking funny yeah, you are. Shit, I, I, I did that before with uh, with characters, you know. <laughs> like, like, I, like, I think I'm not good. <laughs> fucking Milton Berle. Hey. That's too my grandpa for me. Yeah, yeah. Was he a Milton? I yeah. stop at Singing in the Rain. Even my grandpa liked fucking uh, <laughs> Bob Hope. Oh, and shit. Bob Hope was so. W w by the time I was a teenager, Bob Hope was. I mean, to say he was old is an understatement. His act was just tired. So in 1952, the first sporting event nationally televised: Jersey Joe Walcott versus Eddie Charles for 15 rounds. You want to watch a little clip of this? Sure. Oh, it got pulled already. Oh shoot! It's all right. Jersey Joe Walcott. <laughs> what a. Uh, I mean, no, that was a known box. 1982 Wrath of Khan came out. I I, I did not see that. Oh, I saw it in the theater later. I saw it in the theater later, like uh, like in 83 at, at the college. I didn't see it when it first was released. 82, the summer was a traumatic summer. It's when I moved to uh, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. July 4th, 1982 was my first day in Eau Claire, Final Wisconsin. episode of the Dick Van Dyke show happened. Wow. What year was that? 66. Wow. So it, yep. it, 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 it was it, only it was the fifth season. Yep. And, and they it's knew the season five rule. Andy Griffith said yeah. five seasons. You tell all your stories in five years. Yeah. Yeah. It's and done. then it's over. Yeah. It's done at that. Point. Here's how crazy they're getting with revivals and reboots. So there is a show. Um, Cobra Kai, yes. which is like a reboot revival of Karate Kid. Yes. Where it's the bully it's following the path of the, the bully who's yeah. like learning fucking new at 40. He's finally not becoming a bully. How sad is that? <laughs> but well, I, I they the say yeah. we're thinking of spinoffs all the time. Like the producer said. So they're spinning off the reboot. They're rebooting the reboot. Oh, God. Yeah. It's just I mean, I thought it was kind of moderately entertaining. When Crow, there's Jewish people with original <laughs> ideas <laughs> that they can't get across. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping, you know. Uh, who saw? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cobra Kai. Yeah, Crow. You probably actually would like Cobra Kai because well, I saw the I saw the pilot. I did you it like it? Decent. I mean, they get real hokey in later seasons. It, you know, it didn't totally grip me. I liked the Karate Kid. I, I wasn't. I mean, I thought the idea was kind of funny. But you know, the, he goes to see Danny Larusa, who's now a successful auto dealership owner in in the San Fernando Valley, and it's just I, I don't know. Just the way it was played. I don't know. I, I just didn't necessarily. I don't know. She didn't get it that much. So uh, the choke game. <laughs> this is the anniversary. The week this week in 1994, the 
Pacers Knicks game, the choke game happened with oh with Spike fucking, Lee. Uh, yeah, I Reggie remember Miller. This. I remember watching this. Who were you? Well, the Bulls weren't in, so my family wasn't giving a fuck. But who were you? Were you into basketball in the nineties? Nah, yeah, I didn't know. Pro you didn't catch the Michael time. Jack, the Michael Jordan. And Jackson Wave. Let's well, be honest. Well, well, I, I had to. I had to because I was in Chicago. I had to watch that stuff. It was ubiquitous because they were so great. But I watched it kind of passively. I, I wasn't that into it. I, I just. I find the NBA basketball. I don't know. Sometimes it just annoys me. They're great. They're phenomenal athletes. There's no denying that. But it's just, it's just different now. Game looks different, man. This looks like the uh, like a scene from Celtic Pride or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you I fucking was... hated Reggie Miller when I was a kid. Well, because the Pacers actually gave the Bulls a series in '98. They actually gave the Bulls a series with the Bulls won by three points. But it, they went to seven games with Reggie Miller and Mark Jackson, and and they had, well, Smith was a decent enough big guy, and then the Davis brothers were, or Davis guys were actually uh, were pretty good players. So I mean, they had decent team. They were competitive. The Davis guys, you know, the, yeah, the, I said the Davis brothers, but they weren't. I don't think they were actually brothers, and I don't want to be yeah. misinterpreted as saying as a youth. You say if every a person black color, person's black. related, uh, yeah, they're black. They look the same, but um, yeah, uh, I haven't seen Cobra Kai yet, but I, uh, I think I caught on it too late, and now it's kind of bad. So people like are are they're off the bandwagon? Yeah, I hear, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a little bit. Uh, yeah, it it, it is. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it just didn't grip me like certain other shows. I, mean, I didn't think it was bad. I, I'm not down on it. It just didn't grip me in the same way. Fucking I didn't get Jimmy right Swagger going strong, God, dude. Still doing his religious thing. Playing the biggest, the biggest con of all. Crow, you watched The Last Dance, right? Oh, with oh, the yo, Jordan oh, documentary, absolutely, absolutely I hell it. yeah, dude! I thought that was actually a highlight of co- of COVID. That was a that I, I was absolutely that. a highlight of yeah, COVID. I enjoyed that. I mean, I, I waiting was... for my unemployment payments and the last dance was like fucking priority. <laughs> you, you Fantastic! Got, you had them for a while, right? God, Let's hear what he's saying. She's being paid to be there, right there. That black lady. I don't know, man. God, he looks good. Huh? After he's had he's had a couple of facial tucks. His whole sex scandal that was like such a I mean that was such an eighties and the Saturday Night Live. Did what did he do? Him. Well, his big thing was he uh, he paid for a prostitute and and film I think filmed them fucking actually. So he had like Hell a sex yeah. take. But I, I think that's what he did. I believe it's what he did. He, but I know he paid for a prostitute. I love and, you said that, and he's pumping his fist on and, TV. And, and he also, I think he paid for, like, do pr- pretty kinky things, a lot of masturbation in front of him and stuff, and, you know, things that were, you know, he was, and, and he was a televangelist, and he did it for he's years. He's still I a think. fucking televangelist. And, and then him and Jim Baker, they were two, like, that was a one, two. I remember taking a real glee in that, because I do not like television. You ever wonder, you know, when you wonder, Crow, when you sit around and you go, what's Cindy Crawford doing? Yeah, she's doing skin secrets. Treatments. I heard she's actually gay. Hey, I would. She's probably fucking rubbing muffins with that with fluff. (laughs) They created the bumping burgers. (laughs) 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 They bump. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, because I heard that. that, that How you feeling? I'm just letting you know we're at two hours and forty minutes. How are you feeling? I'm I'm running out a little bit of steam. Let's land the plane then. Let's spend the next five minutes landing the plane then. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now entering the Los Angeles base. Yeah. We will be descending and be on the ground within five minutes. So, Mr. TJ, you're from Appalachia, eh? Exactly. That's where I'm from. 
And so to, Here, to let's go back this, to Roadhouse. We're going to go to plane. my favorite comedy, Roadhouse. Is I it s- technically a comedy? No, it's not. It's not. It's not supposed to be a comedy at all. I find it to be extremely funny. Uh, I watched all of Point Blank. You know, here's the thing about it. This is the effect of Top Gun. Top Gun made this type of character. Every character was like the cocky, like, you know, he's kind of deep, though. He's cocky, but he's deep, you know. He's he's a philosophy major from NYU, this, this Dalton character, man. He's also complex, but he also has these weird phases of, like, masculinity that, like, somehow being a man was enduring pain or, like, not feeling pain. When he gets stabbed, he doesn't even show the pain. You know, because he's just such a man. It's like, no, you're getting stabbed. You can show pain Fuck, when someone sticks getting a fucking... Getting stabbed would suck fucking oh, dick, dude. Oh, it would, it'd be a jolt to your system. You'd fucking know it. Like, whoa. I mean, it would it'd kick your ass. That would I mean. be something. Getting shot, I'd feel like you'd be too like, oh. Getting stabbed, you'd cry. That's when you're like, oh, oh my God. Oh. Or getting your throat slit. Fuck oh. that noise. The whole, the people who stab <clears throat> someone 40 times. Do you know how rage filled you have to be to stab someone oh, 40 here's your, times? Oh, here's your fucking scene. He's in charge of all the bars. Yeah. What he says goes. <laughs> Look at him. He looks like he's about to perform a one-man show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he- <laughs> The Bouncer by Patrick Swayze. I'm a cooler. That's what yeah. I do. Morgan, How'd you uh, feel about this week's episode, though, Crow? Uh, I've enjoyed it. It's been good. Yeah, good energy. Uh, yeah, we bounce around, but it's fun. Thanks for fucking tuning in, guys. Do you have anything to plug? Do you have anything to plug, Crocious? Tell them. Uh, tell them what your social medias are. You know, again, insecure comic. I've been having some pretty good posts. I think recently been fun. I've, uh, you know, just uh, if you can pay attention to that, listen to that a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna start doing some stand up. I think here. I don't know when exactly, but I'll get back into it. You know. Hell yeah. Still doing my writing thing. Wrote a couple pages for the second episode this week and write some more tomorrow morning. Got a meeting. So we're putting that together. We're trying to put the pieces of the second episode. But it's um I wanted to see how long you could t- you could tell about your day before you so before, how long I could get you to talk about sure, your day. Sure, absolutely. No, that was good. That uh I'm at Keith Pazel, K E I T H P A E S E L across the board. Uh but yeah. We're fucking See you next week, everybody. Right, a lot. We covered a lot, a lot of topics today, a lot of topic. Good energy, you know. But it was, uh, you know, we covered the uh, last uh, co- the commercial, the Virginia Slims ad, which was mind blowing. Wow. Last ten seconds of the show. You aren't uptight like these first wave feminists were. Feminists were. You're second wave. You're liberated. 